Yo. Yo. Mm. 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 Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We had a oh we had an god. interesting weekend, didn't we? Oh my god, did we just ever. just a tad? Did we ever just a tad? I do believe we had some things happen uh-huh. that were um a wee bit a wee bit crazy, <laughs> to say the least. I just can't believe that the uh, they three twenty point five us. Mm, yes, like gave me basically yeah. my favorite episode all over again. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. Like, Oh, you you know, we oh, we heard you liked 320, so how about we just give you another look about, at 320? How about we do it from again from another perspective? Even better, how about we take a character that comes up with a plan to euthanize an entire race? I mean, technically it's more like sterilization, but well, yeah, and then and then we'll that? show how it's all we, rooted we in childhood to, trauma. Yeah, we actually get to know this character. Yeah. Uh-huh. Zeke was uh-huh. Zeke was before this episode probably one of the least well written, most important characters ratio, like his importance well, in the plot to how much he was actually written as far as like a character the, was non-existent. Well, maybe let's let's phrase that a different way. Uh-huh. The perspective that we had on him as a person was very little. Was from the outside. Right. It was very much from the outside. We, right. We had never known. We knew we knew enough that we knew that we couldn't trust him because he was, you know, backstabbing all sorts of different people and things like that. But we didn't really know who he actually was. What does this guy want? Right. Hmm. We we never Curious. we never had anything strictly kind of from his first person perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh-huh. uh that's something that's a bit a bit crazy to think about. Yeah. All the way now we finally get his actual backstory. Yep, his backstory, his intentions, what his plan is, and apparently what Aaron's is. Lovely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I am I'm freaking out right now because the fact that we had the warriors mm-hmm. uh with the sneak peek basically. Yeah. Two episodes ago. And we still haven't seen them yet. They haven't like, even shown up then. yet. They mm-hmm. haven't even shown up yet. Who knows? Maybe the part will end and we won't actually see them at all. You ah. know? Ah. It's possible. It could happen. Come on. We need some UC big girl, like, just suddenly Armored Titan just comes busting up and we're like, hey, hey, rematch. Shigunshin yeah. a 3.0. <laughs> so, so Caleb. Wait, wait, wait. Was the, was the Colossal Titan and Armored Titan reveal, what, what wall was that at? Um, that was at... That wasn't at Shiganshina. No, I think... No, that was Walmaria, I believe. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because they had... They dealt with all the, um... They dealt with all the conflict because they thought that Walmaria had been breached. Or Maria, or however you want to call it. And then, um, they did the whole thing right. at the tower, and then they went to the wall, and then... Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Right, right! That was Deku's voice oh, yeah, actor, Rosa. too. Yeah. That was Deku's voice actor. Yeah, I got the order of the, the walls mixed up. Oh, that's right, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, as you can tell, I have used paths to uh, to very effectively make it so that I'm not capable of spoilering, you know? Ah, because apparently you can change the anatomy and biology of, of uh, you know, children of Ymir. Using uh, Power of the Founding Titan. Yeah, and, and I, I get to kind of have plausible deniability because I don't have to be the, mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> the, the manga expert on, yep, on yep. things. So I can just kind of be like, 
I'm pretty sure he's wrong about the Wall Marie thing, but I'm just not going to say anything. Cause... But we have a very special situation here, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Because we've got two episodes to talk about, but also um, a couple of the episodes, well, both of the episodes really kind of do a lot for recontextualizing potentially where we might be seeing this show going in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably going to be some theorizing that needs to be fit in here. Yeah, guys. How do we set the expectations for the readers of what they can expect the from this, the viewers from this podcast? <laughs> guys, um, if you don't like that like my theorizing takes mm. up like you know 40 to like 70 percent of the discussion time mm. usually this is not going to be the podcast for you so you're saying that they should maybe order some takeout or something and you know buckle buckle down for the long buckle haul. down yeah yeah i have <sighs> i have seen the art of dio or zeke doing the jotaro pose yes i have wonderful. i have a couple thoughts and mm. it's basically because the story decided to have um, Xaver, which is that spelling of the name just hurts me. Mm-hmm. It has to be an X, Jacob. You, yep. You, you, yep. It has to be. Yep. Like that, X phonetically is KS. Like, yeah, that's exactly. So why would you? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> but I, because of how he was introduced yep. and what he kind of means symbolically with regards to the idea of the father that Zeke never had. And that ultimately, in the end, it was the despair of Xaver or Xaver or whatever um, that led to him basically coming up with his idea of, well, it'd be better if none of us were born into this world to directly put the (laughs) idea against the, uh, the thing that Carla championed from right. all the way back with the Shottis backstory, yeah. that no, oh, just he look doesn't at his need smile. to be special. He was born into this world, doesn't all, matter. The <laughs> only reason that he's special to me is because he was born into this world. That's mm-hmm. all it takes. You don't have to have some grand destiny or you know save everyone from a plague or something. Mm-hmm. You're, you're special because you were born into this world. Every right. life is valuable because they were born into this world. Unless their names are Armin and Mikasa, you know. <laughs> Wait, wait. So, so wait. What? 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 The what's, the, what's the bad joke you're trying to do here? The whole conversation that happened. They're, but they're literally told through paths that they're actually so special that you need to uh, save them. Maybe this is a bad timeline. Yeah, I, 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 I really could see it being a bad timeline. It certainly seems that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's possible. Because because when I got to this point in the manga, you know, and I'm not I'm not bringing anything from the future into this, right? When I got to this point in the manga, I was thinking, okay, Aaron's. Aaron's pulling some plan, right? You know, uh-huh, like yeah. that, that that has to be what it is. And then once it hit that episode, I was just like, or that chapter, but you know, the chapter that episode 14 <sighs> covered and everything. And, oh man, I, I was just like, nope, nope, don't care anymore. Gone too far. All right, <laughs> let's, let's, let's burn the bitch. Armin, yes, you punch him in the face. You, you, you tell him how, how oh awful God. he is. And, wow. and I, yeah. I want his head. Uh, Jenny, thanks for the five gifted. Appreciate it. The Rex stuff at the 100 bits. Levi has never lost a fight. Caleb, March 21, 2021. Oh, that's funny. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, can't wait to groan at all the articles that'll be screaming stuff like Attack on Titan advocates for genocide. Remember all the ones freaking out during the end of season three? I do. <sighs> I do. Yeah. Those were mm-hmm. extra funny. Oh, boy. God, clickbait articles that yeah. throw out political buzzwords are just. When- 
when villains the, say that things like, need to be done in storytelling, they should be taken as as interpretations of the author of what right. needs to be done in the world. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not like they're specifically being set up as the people to be stopped. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, as that, that would be silly. Zaldrick to the 100 bits. Hey, boys, going out to dinner with my wife for her birthday, so I can't watch today, but I'll be modding chat in about an hour. Hey, have a, have a good time with your wife. Yeah, have fun. Appreciate oh, boy. It. Appreciate it. Hydration reminder. Funnily enough, I actually forgot to bring water, so mm. I so you're will going to be probably be getting. Uh, mm. Yeah, I will be channeling my thirst into the uh, the the meaty episode. We might we have, have to here. literally just because I don't. I I have no idea how this is going to go with these two episodes. Well, I but... I have actually a way that we can expedite a couple things. Ooh. I don't want to actually go at things episode by episode. I want to just tackle it all holistically because there's. There's, oh, okay, yeah, they do kind of go together quite well. Well, yes, but they're also just not focused on the same characters. Right. The yeah. Zeke episode is so entirely localized within the Zeke just backstory stuff with a little bit at the end for, you know, kind of Zeke's just realization that, no, I, I'm suffering, you know, enough here. Right. I'm done. Just take me out of this. It's showing that cycle of hatred running its course, and that you know, for this for this person that has experienced all of this, the mm -hmm. way out of it that they see is for just every all the people that are getting discriminated against. Yeah, th th we should just die out. Right. That'd be better for everyone, right? Oh, okay. So first episode definitely was uh, a fantastic episode, and it's mm. hard to like. It, it, it's it's hard to almost like sing its praises because of how much I want to sing praises of the next episode. Right. You know, the the the, the yeah. episode after this was so clearly like the episode of these two, and Just, yet and yet I I cannot I cannot gush enough about the Aaron uh, table conversation with Mikasa. Armin, and then Gabby as a right. passive observer the whole time. Just do your best to pretend that you had to wait an, a week after this episode. Right. To just let's stew on it. And be like, well, what the hell does this all mean? And kind of, in a way, we still do, because, like, you know, the the, the episode that came after, that was Zeke backstory, right? right? We know that his plan is apparently to, to just, you know, neuter all of the Eldians, right? But... <laughs> And apparently Aaron seems to be agreeing with that, but we still don't really know what that means. Look at, look at chat talking about, you guys should drink some wine, some Zeke wine. Mm. I mean, <laughs> you, this might be the time that you see us just, you know, pull out our phones at around, you know, the 90 minute mark and be like, all right, let's some food and, you know, drinks and stuff. And then, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally just ordered food for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm basically good oh. there. But oh really? No 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 no! I finished it. Oh okay. Like, I finished it. I ordered it an hour ago. You bastard! <laughs> and got it thirty minutes ago. I finished it like fifteen minutes ago. So yeah. why is the wine always gone? Right. So, mm. Aaron bringing up just the hey, I just want to talk. Conflict isn't necessary to solve LDS problems. Mm -hmm. Right out the gate, basically saying, um, yeah. I, that's a very good way to preface what he says right. next. I, I come in peace. I, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to fight with all of you here. Yep. However, the part that's the part that's not weird, but it's something that feels mm -hmm. feels just painful to to acknowledge is that Aaron is not sure about whether or not they'll be willing to stay peaceful with him. Right. Hence and why he actually why he, talks to him. Well, no. Why he cut his hand. 
Oh, sure. It's not, yeah, okay. it's not because he's threatening them. It's because he's like, I, I I'm really I'm hedging do, my bets. I really do think there's a possibility that you guys tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I did this here to protect myself. Right. Now, there is an inherent threat in it. By oh, definitely. The fact that this is very much exactly what he did to uh, Reiner back then. Mm-hmm. But then he clarifies, like, yeah, yeah, we're just moving Hanji. No one's been killed or anything. Yep. And then Reiner, uh, Reiner, wow, Armin's just like, no, no, we're the ones that wanted to talk. Oh, man. If only they did get to actually talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the uh, thing that is... Uh, is so brutal about what Aaron says here mm-hmm. is the fact that he's probably telling the truth technically mm-hmm. you know about the stuff that he's saying right yeah. like or a lot of it anyways right it's yeah. the whole mixing the truth in to make the better lie mm-hmm. and because of that yeah I said that okay yeah Aaron resorted to violence because you know he couldn't disagree with what Armin said but no that wasn't what it was Armin, Armin resorted to violence because he couldn't disagree with what Aaron said, right? The idea that Mikasa might actually, who knows if if, if what she's been doing this whole time has actually been because of her own free uh-huh. will or not, or whether it's just because she's actually a, a slave because of Path shenanigans or, or, yeah. or Ackerman bloodline or whatever, you know, that whole thing is. Mm-hmm. And then the whole idea of, well, the stuff he said to Armin, he doesn't necessarily have a refute against that. So yeah. he decks him. Yeah. Now, Aaron is free. Mm-hmm. And he actually states it yep. confidently. Do you believe him, Mr. Mr. Munger Eater? In this, in this instance here, when you first experience this, do um, you believe him? Uh, yes and no. You know, I was, I was waiting. I was, I was screaming at my computer screen for... Armin, well, the th- the things that Armin ended up saying, right? Of, you're not well, free. You think you think you're free, but well, well, then why do you believe him? Because um, it's the whole debate of if you think you're free, does that kind of make you free, right? Because if so, so in this situation, right? So you hmm. could say that you could say that Aaron is a slave to the idea of freedom and things like that, right? And and the and the need to keep going forward, keep moving forward, Tatakai, all that stuff, right? But if he if he is choosing it, if he's truly choosing it. Mm-hmm. Choosing what? This path, right? Okay. What which which we don't know exactly what it is. Right. We 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 get what it seems to be from the next episode, but even then we're like clearly, you know, you, you can't actually be meaning that, right? Um, he seems to be. He believes he is. Right, right. But, but then Aaron isn't exactly one to deceive himself, then, especially not here. Right, but but are you are you basing this on your your disagreeing with this is on the idea that he is in some fort sort of self deception? Well, and there's so there's that part of me that's like, yes, he's in self deception. But then a lot of the reason for why I say that is because I'm. Uh, emotionally compromised, shall we say, by the things that he's doing, right? Right, and one of the things that this is bringing up is this idea of, I would just say a, a really cool thing about Aaron as a character is that I think he's always been free. Mm. People that operate just at any kind of just base human level are by their very nature free by the nature that they're alive, that they were born into this sure. world. Now, there are circumstances their environment that make them less free right 
but there is no there is no gradient or like perfect kind of perspective that you could have in the real world at the very least to determine whether free will is even a thing probably the, yeah and probably the best example that you could say for thing for instances where free will truly isn't that doesn't really exist because you could say that even if someone is held in captivity their mind can be free yeah. you know but then in situations like what we get with zeke later or what Aaron mentions about armin with bertolt's memories and everything well, maybe some of you are in situations where your mind actually isn't free, right? Yeah. Zeke Zeke was a victim of his upbringing, right? He, there there was nothing he really could have done about it. And Aaron mentions as much to Reiner when they have yep. their conversation about Reiner, right? Yeah. Armin in his situation is is what he's doing of hanging out around Annie, is that truly his decision? It might not be. Right, so one of the things that you can rule with this is the only time you can actually say anything emphatically about freedom mm -hmm. is when it's being taken away. Sure, yeah, it's, it, the, the, the value is changing. Right, you cannot be more free than free. Sure. So the only gradient we have is when we're less than perfectly free. Which brings up Kenny's whole thing of everyone's a slave to something. Exactly. So, Kenny's point is that the only time we can measure freedom is when it's less than 100%. Meaning that everyone has a percentage of them that is a slave to something. Mm -hmm. Aaron, though, is a being at this point in the story. He, he definitely is a, a being at this point that's broken the rules in this regard. He even said to Hanji in kind of like a matter-of-fact non- like exact threat way but very threatening kind of way of saying you cannot stop me right basically I, saying I am you free. cannot take away my freedom right you cannot take away my freedom i'm yet, choosing to be here well but also at the same time i don't have a choice what like do you mean? like with the with the whole thing of you don't have a better solution like but that's not that's not aaron that's that's hanji talk that's he's talking to hanji right right so so if he's saying you don't have a better solution. Basically, that 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 that, or at least we would hope, if it's not just being taken in the in the strictest sense of the threat, that it is it is some form of a, um, of an acknowledgement that he doesn't like what the option that he has chosen, and that if he felt he had another option, maybe he would pick it. Right? It's sort of that thing of him being underneath the 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 stage when Willie's making his speech, and he's he's waiting, and then he hears the. You know, I was born into this world, and he's like, oh, wow, yeah. But then also the, all right, let's declare war on, you know, on the island of parody and the Eldians. We'll wipe them out. And he's like, okay, yeah, well, you know, there you go. Right. So if Aaron says, I am free here, and he says it confidently, and he doesn't look like he's trying to convince himself, mm -hmm. the worst thing that could happen here is that he is in some form of self-deception where he's ignoring right. the parts that he is a slave and to. And that's what my hope is for the bit when he's talking to himself in the mirror and saying, Tatakai is that he's basically trying to trick himself into th into thinking that he is free and that he is choosing this when he's actually when and and it's the um and that there is some part of him that basically rebels even against this situation but because he sees this as being basically the best path forward pun intended yeah gotcha. okay, okay chat chat's saying that I was wrong that he did say that to Hanji in the prison scene. Oh yeah, I remember there being there being some frustration because of the way that Crunchyroll translated it. No, they're just in saying the, that was just straight up in the episode. No, no, I know, but with the with the way that Crunchyroll translated it in the phrasing, it made it 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 
colored it a bit more than um than the way it was originally right i think what it what what's what it's coming down to here is that it's it could it seemed like to me that he knew hanji had no better option he wasn't asking as if he could as if she could actually provide him with anything new it was rhetorical oh sure yeah but yeah. but but even in a rhetorical statement it's saying i know you don't but if you did i would take it but i know you don't so get out of my way right you know it's right. the yeah. So it's so it's it's in some ways saying that he's not like actually like needing anything from Hanji. Right. In some ways again. It's a, it's uh, a very proud statement. Right, but it's also the hence the rhetoric. Right, but hence also the idea that he's not a regular human anymore. He's basically broken mm. beyond the barriers of all things and tapped into paths and has has no, you know, issues with any of that any of that stuff. So um Hence, hence the confidence. So him coming in here with this I am free thing feels just alien, doesn't it? Like it just makes him feel like he's, like he's, yeah, he's so distant. Well, then. it's, it's, he's basically saying I've figured it out, it seems. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because him being a slave to freedom, in, in some ways you could say that that is, that would be the best thing to be a slave to, you know? Right? Maybe. And 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 if we were to pin down Aaron feeling that he's a slave to something that you know with Kenny's whole statement and whatnot, that's probably what it would be, right? From from what we can see right now, is that Aaron is a slave to the idea of freedom, right? And he won't settle for anything less. And as a result of that, that di dictates certain actions, especially for someone like him who is in a position of great power. Yeah, that's that's where I, that's where I get that's where I get a little bit worried for for Aaron mm -hmm. in general is that his actions seem to uh, seem to point at that his um, obsession with with freedom in in this case mm -hmm. uh, means that he has to have he has to have a limited uh, idea of then whose freedom is more valuable sure than, yeah. than others right and that's because... where things get that's where things get that's where things get wonky that's why that's why I that's why I kind of laugh at the idea of fighting for freedom oh, uh -huh. with his tatakai tatakai thing. Yeah, is that's more of the keep moving forward kind of thing to sure. to wipe out my enemies. Not let, don't but, let yourself get stagnant that, so that your enemies take away your freedom. Basically. Right, but yeah. that's that's nothing new. That's sure. that's no great that's no great answer or truth. That's just that's just humanity. that's just the immediate solution. That's that you just have the idea of yeah. oh no, these people are gonna kill me. I'll kill them before they kill us. Right. Whoa. And, and, and revolutionary so the cycle philosophy yeah, yeah. there. So that's where I think, if anything, he is he is looking at something that is different than just that. It's uh, the the fight thing is more about him resolving to do whatever it is he's deciding to do. Mm -hmm. And I am actually really surprised that Mikasa doubts him here. This is actually a really cool, oh, uh -huh. I would say... Um, example of her standing up to him in a way? Example of her not being just a slave, if anything, to his will, if that well, makes sense, is that she's uh -huh. kind of being like, no, 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 no. Ooh. I, I really think that you're being manipulated here mm -hmm. because of the things that you did in Liberio. Right. Like, you have to be. Yeah, so 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 if, if Aaron is a slave to the idea of freedom... Mm -hmm. Then Mikasa is a slave not to Aaron, but to the idea of Aaron, of the boy that basically saved her and pulled her out of that horrible situation, yeah. right? And that's what she sort of, like, shaped her life around. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why 
her and Aaron have never been able to really connect very well because she's yeah. not actually thinking about him, you know? She's thinking more about the role that he played in her life. Yeah, yeah, the idea then, of Aaron. Yeah, that, so so when yeah. when things like this happen, of course she says immediately, no, you're being manipulated because that's not the you I believe in, right? And, and in a lot of ways, even, uh, what Aaron does is cruel in this scene, but in a lot of ways, the idea of breaking down the illusion that that is the person that he is would in other instances potentially be a kindness, oh. right? Because it's basically the helping of the person grow up and realizing you don't need to have this idyllic version like in your head of me. I'm, yeah. I am a person, right? Yeah, I like it. So, you know, you wouldn't get kids and innocents involved even if they were enemies. Aaron's just kind of looking at her just like disappointed and tired mm -hmm. and sad almost. Yep. Plus, I know you care about us more than anyone. And he just has this look of like well, thousand yard stare. Jaded well, is an understatement, yeah. you know. And uh this was something uh as interesting as as she's starting to bring up the idea that, well, you know, you, you gave me this scarf and uh he brings up that they need to keep their hands on the table. Mm-hmm. Which I I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked that that was something that he brought up so early. Oh, yeah? Because what it feels weird like here is that he's... He feels like he's scared of them. Like, I don't sure. know. It's just Like, I don't want them to take away my freedom in this situation. Well, well, I mean, sure, but, like, why would he be scared of them? Yeah. He hasn't done anything yet that would make them want to do anything to him. Right, they wanted to talk to him, too. Yeah, it it almost feels like he's already doing things acausally. <laughs> like like he's already like oh, okay. doing things with the future just in mind, mm -hmm. just in general, where he's like, "Oh, yeah, keep your hands on the table because I'm going to say things that are going to get you to react like certain ways." And sure. I I, I well, yeah. In some way if if he's so if he's truly a slave to freedom and that is that is absolutely his number one priority, mm -hmm. then he wouldn't really care what they thought of him. Right. If anything, yeah. like like the fact with Mikasa, for instance, right? If he was really telling the truth, maybe not about the fact that he always hated her, but that he saw her as not being free, mm -hmm. then maybe that would be the reason for why he did this. Is that it's the if at this point he's he's totally he's totally cold. Yeah. And it's the I want to make it so that you also are free in the same way that I am free, and then we can live our own free lives, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, before I imprison you and all that stuff, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Right. Um, maybe that could be a reasoning for it. Yeah. But then at the same time, I also like the idea that maybe he said all of these things to them specifically because he didn't want them to actually be able to say the things that they wanted to say because yeah. maybe it would have an effect on him. Like, like because because when you, when you look at Aaron, everything about him communicates that there is no emotion in, behind those eyes, right? And we Not don't much. know, we don't know, you know, why he's like that? I think can... I thought originally it was because of this. Sure, I spoke with Zeke and Liberia, brother to brother. The baseball was the confirmation, and then we got mm -hmm. the backstory bit there. And while they barely, like, actually seemed to talk at all, according to the flashback, I really thought that at that point they used the founding titans' power and they basically mm -hmm. enacted the stepping stones for their plan. Sure. And like, if they had done that, then all of this afterwards is just basically just a all right. We'll just be ready. So, just trippy, be ready. trippy thought. 
Yeah, yeah. Theoretically, they could have, and that was just a previous iteration. Hey, like, I mean, you know, and then now they don't need right. to, you know, like, you're right. like, <laughs> that's, that's very true. It's possible. It's very true. I, I actually wonder, though, if that's something that almost, if it doesn't really work like that, though. Because, mm. like, I, I've gotten, I've gotten roasted so much in our Discord for, like, Kill, that's not how paths work. <laughs> well, so. And I have to go back and rewatch the actual thing to be like, okay, hold uh -huh. on, hold on. What are the things that are actually involved in paths? Right. And it's the idea of basically memories being uh, manipulated. Right. And the yeah. main thing, the main limitation that we have on paths, specifically with regards to the founding Titan, is that um, memories, uh, how is it? That basically, in the same way that Aaron had the founding Titan for a long time, but he didn't actually have clear reception of the memories that were like, you know, bleeding being, through, bleeding through, right? Frida just showed up randomly one time. Yeah, when yeah, exactly, right. Like that is a thing that still happens. But when you send the D mail back, there's mm. not perfect reception, right? Yeah. And that's why that's why it's not that that's why the story's still interesting, right? Because otherwise, once yeah. you bring time travel into the into the mix, yep. if you don't have some severe limitations on it, all of a sudden it's like, well, there's there's no reason for there to be any complications in the story unless this is just the first iteration, which in that case, why are you telling the story of the first iteration, you know? But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we end up getting that connected to the backstory in the uh, later, the, the second episode yep. uh, that we got today, uh, yesterday. Um, another little setup thing, Zeke knows about more about Titans than even Marley does, basically mm -hmm. setting up how Xaver, or Xaver basically brought all of his info that he knew about Titans yep. over to uh, Zeke mm -hmm. uh, over the course of that time. Of course it was a Steins Gate reference. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Uh, Gets targeted. Hmm. This is where this is where Aaron starts to, I would say, pull what I would call the Lelouch tactic. And this is where I'm going to go a bit theory, okay. theory crafting here. Aaron kind of brings up the idea that he is free. Don't look at chat for a second. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Aaron starts to bring up what I would call the Lelouch tactic. Light to big spoilers with regards to Code Geass Season 2 here, guys. So I am sorry. It's an anime from 2007, so... I'm sorry. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be spoiling Wait, it a little bit here. The ending? No, no, no. Oh, not okay. the ending. Not the right. ending. Just the character gotcha. being, yeah, awful. Mm -hmm. um, with with regards to their morals. Yes. Um, the the main character from from Code Geass. There's this character who is extremely manipulative, and I yeah. mean extremely manipulative. Aaron is not Lelouch. No. Character-wise, not at all. Like, nope. not even in the slightest bit. Right. But one of the things that Lelouch would do quite a lot when he was enacting his plans was he would push people into realizing him more as an enemy so that they would react in a predictable manner. Right. Treated people like chess pieces, and it was it was great. Yeah, he treated people like chess, chess pieces, exactly. And one of the things that Lelouch had was a power that allowed him to do this a little bit more easily. Aaron definitely has a power that could help in that regard, but it is not directly connected to that necessarily. Mm -hmm. But how does he know that Armin has been visiting Annie? How? Uh, 
He might I, he might have known about it before he left. I, I would say that I would say that that's probably the best bet is that Armin was doing this four years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like after he had gotten the Colossal Titan, but right. it's because it's Dwight says you still visiting Annie. Right, like it was a long time ago, but I'm I'm guessing that you yeah. still are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he basically says, "I'm free. You both are not." Which is very petty if you think about it. Like it it's, is, it it's, is very petty like, because he might have crazy perspective or whatever depending on how everything went Uh and whatnot but it's basically the thing of saying my way of looking at life is correct and all of you are wrong right but a couple of the things that aaron says here i feel like it's actionable well well yes but it betrays the idea that he does have some kind of special perspective because just knowing that armin is still interacting with annie sure logical assumption i would say yeah but then he says, if memories are what friend, shake you know. people, a part of you is Bertolt now. That's way... I would say that's almost too far. That's Unless he's experienced it kind of a thing. Well, I would say he's definitely experienced that. Sure. Like, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, no, no, he definitely has. That's that's been the whole show, right? Yeah, with the, yeah, the stuff exactly. with his dad, with the stuff with um, with Historia's sister or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. like that's 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 very much been a thing. That's very much been a thing. So I feel like Aaron at this point is so distant because he's not acting like Aaron he's acting like the amalgamation of every founding titan that's ever come before him and yet we know that there is a mechanical reason for exactly. why he's not that exactly because he doesn't have royal blood so he so he's uh-huh. got the fuzzy emails right, right? the so data is corrupted that's the only reasonable reason as to why he should be able to say with confidence that he is free. But he does have three titans. No, 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 I know. (laughs) So there is complications in there. Mm -hmm. But we know that one of the big motifs with the founding titan is that they were all a slave to the first king's will Mm. because of the vow to renounce war. Yeah. But Aaron is literally the... the, the exception to that rule. Yep. So and that's why the story's about him, probably. Right, so therefore, he is free. Yeah. But why would he say that in that way unless he had experienced it? Well, or another way of thinking about it is if he's going to tell Armin, who technically is in the same situation as him, but less, right, that you are not your own person because a part of you is being affected by Bertolt, even though Bertolt isn't the founding titan, even though Bertolt even though Armin doesn't have royal blood, right? But then, That's just but then one how titan. Can, but then how can Aaron be free? Right, exactly. It's, Aaron has three times the titans, yeah. and one of them, two of them, he's had for over twice as long as Armin. Right. You think that this yeah. isn't having an effect on you? And that's why, that's why, I mean, not, not this is why, but this is an example of one of the reasons why I've always wanted since the beginning of Attack on Titan for it to end in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the hope that maybe that will be what's happening here, and then everyone can you know, yeah. snap him out of it somehow. Right, right. So in this case here, Aaron is, I would say, incapable of making these statements with confidence and truth unless it comes down to literally the idea of the founding titan. Mm-hmm. And that it has almost nothing to do with any of that because, well, one of the things that I've been, uh, uh-huh. one of the things that I've been wondering specifically got kind of confirmed in the next episode, oh. which is something that we'll go absolutely bonkers oh, with. Of, of Xaver going through the previous memories of yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. How does Xaver find out anything about the previous founding Titans? Weed and meditation? I... We're gonna, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> Have all, you ever tried a DMT? <laughs> like, right, right. Uh, all I'll say 
is that if we assume it just logically, mm-hmm. Aaron is either lying, mm-hmm. telling the truth, yeah, you know, some combination, some of the combination two. of the two, or he's deceiving himself. Those are the sure, four, yeah, those yeah. Are the four could, options. Right, he could be lying to them or he could be lying to himself or both. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's go with the he's telling the truth bit for the I am free. The only way, the only way he can actually say that in a way that means anything uh-huh. is relating to the Fountaining Titan. Sure. Okay. If he's lying, then his statement has no power. It right. has nothing. And if anything, and, and if, the if fact... anything, it's probably a mix of the truth well, and a lie. Well, and so, so assuming that he's not lying to himself, the reason why he would tell this to them and tell this to them first mm-hmm. is either because he's trying to deceive them in some way, which doesn't seem like that. That pointless. doesn't seem. Yeah, that seems kind pointless. of pointless. Yep. It's sort of silly. Yeah, is that he probably believes it. And he has fairly good reason to support his his beliefs. Sure. And maybe he is then wanting to share that with them, right? It's the yes. it's the Armin. You didn't know about the fact that you could be, you know, like altered or or right. influenced so much by yeah. Bertolt's memories. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now. I'm someone who has three Titans. I've had them for longer than you. Yeah. Here you go. That's yeah. new information. Heads up. You've got a good head on your shoulders. I mean, this is this is putting a lot of nice filters on what Aaron's right. saying, right? But you know, if we were to put it, look at it in the best possible light, that he's basically saying, "Hey, maybe now you have the tools to actually handle this situation." Right. But I would say the most, um, the most kind of basic, easy answer for this. Mm-hmm is that this is something that um, is just simple information that he's passing along to Armin to get a response from him. Oh, sure, yeah. And regardless of whether or not it's Armin just accepting that. Making it easier to manipulate him kind of a thing. It is something that worked so well at unsettling Armin. And that's that's why, and I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm silly to hold to this, Mm-hmm. Because I I really want the the relationship between these three characters to last throughout the show, right? I mean, but I, but like but, I, whether whether but, or not it happens, you know I, that that's that's what that's what I want to happen. But anytime anytime you basically are um are trying to specifically manipulate someone into doing something, it's because you wouldn't be able to do it without using underhanded tactics. Usually, mm-hmm. right? It's there's some aspect of the effect that you'd be getting that you would lose out on otherwise. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hoping, what my hope is, even though there's no evidence to suggest this really, is that the reason why Aaron went on such the offensive and everything and and put them on their back them. foot and antagonizing yeah. them, is because maybe if they were actually allowed to speak their minds with him in this room alone with no interruptions, that that resolve that he built up before, you know, in front of the mirror of Tatakai would falter. Hmm. Yeah, but we can't know. But we can't know. We can't know. We can't so, know. So with what we can know, though, is that he is antagonizing them. Regardless of what his intent is, the result is mm-hmm. that they yep. get antagonistic towards him because of the words that he's saying here. Right, and and, and all the, the things that he says have an el- element of truth to them. Right, and yet it's, and yet if they're, regard, putting aside that overly optimistic maybe view that I have on it, mm-hmm. I have trouble seeing what his intent is, what the point of saying all these things yeah. are in these antagonistic ways other than to just be petty. Right, Which, right, don't, don't, don't you know, look at it that way then. Don't look for his intent, look for the actual <sighs> elements of what he's saying. Because he could choose to say oh, anything. Dear. Yeah, here. totally. No, uh-huh. but I'm, that's what I'm saying is that that's what we can actually analyze on um, together here 
because then he just shifts completely into another thing that just feels, uh, again, how would he know this? Right, maybe the, 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 the best explanation we could probably have is that Zeke found out about it from Xaver's book and then yeah. told Aaron. Zeke found out about this from Xaver and passed it on to Aaron. Yeah, by the way, what's... Uh, yeah, that Ackerman... What's the and, deal with the Ackermans? <laughs> they scare the shit out of me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that there's more stuff that happened between Zeke and Aaron that just we haven't seen yet. Oh, yeah. But that this was something that feels like... Again, it feels a little bit like that season three exposition where they're like, hey, let's get some very choice words in here mm -hmm. with how they exposit the Ackermans protect Eldia's king because that intentionally designed that that focuses it to where it can't be interpreted in other ways. Uh -huh. Because in the very next episode, we get the Xaver thing of the founding Titan could like all like rewrite yeah. the biology of Eldians. Right. And if there were which just, is like if there oh, were this is just the follow-up line on the Ackermans were intentionally designed to protect Eldia's king. Exactly. Because how the hell would the Ackermans have come about? Like like, you know like <laughs> like it, they just they they shouldn't exist, right? <laughs> yeah, they kind of are one of those like uh, like, ah, this? yes, Isayama definitely made some things up as he went along. Right, you know? they're that armor serum thing from season three. Right, like, exactly, yes. It's 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 one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I, I just kind of accept it and move on. Little things that when you match them up, it's like, wait, that one that one little part there of the puzzle doesn't doesn't right. quite fit. Like, you know? like, we're at the end of the series, basically, and mm -hmm. we're still having to explain what the Ackerman kind of situation really is. Yep. There's a lot that we could have inferred based on just general, you know, knowledge and stuff. One of the ideas is that the founding Titan's power is not absolute. So there were just people that were accidentally exempt mm -hmm. from the abilities of the founding yeah. Titan. But One, then, but then this is just that exposition where like, no, 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 was no accident intentionally and designed. Intentionally means that the Ackermans were not a mistake. Right. The Ackermans were were chose they they someone chose for the Ackermans to be created, designed, yeah. fashioned. There uh -huh. are there right. are not just not just like oh we get a certain select group of people and then train them or whatever or do things like that. You know it's like no no yeah. no. It feels a bit more specific. I will say that mm -hmm. one of the one of the big things that in general with the adaptation from Attack on Titan manga to anime that is cut out is mm -hmm. usually bits of exposition. Oh. It's usually trimmed down a bit. I'm not going to go into what it is because it could be potentially brought up in future episodes sure. and it's not super relevant right now, but if you ever want to get more into like if things of the exposition feel like they're kind of like, you know, just suddenly like we're talking about this kind yeah. of a thing. Thankfully, in thankfully they've fixed the issues from uh Erwin's dad saying... Oh, it must be memory manipulation. Yeah, saying the, the, everyone was manipulated memory-wise. The, the, like, it's like, well, where was the precedent that was set for this yeah, to yeah, know that, exactly. that supernatural things like that could happen? Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, I suppose titans exist, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jenny, thanks again for the five gifted. Yes, Appreciate it. But yeah, it's one of those things where mm -hmm. that was probably the most egregious case of exposition like that. But mm -hmm. thankfully, this is the kind of stuff where we've had already plenty of exposition on the Ackermans. Oh, yeah. Kenny went into that whole yep. stuff with the Ackermans like quite oh, yeah. a bit there. So it's it's not something where this is coming out of the blue. It just feels like the word choice was basically something where... In this where, specific scene, it's like, where did he go there right now? But 
Right. And <laughs> why are we expositing this now? Right, why are we expositing this right now? It's just one of those things where I knew immediately, oh, that's a couple questions that I always had about the Ackermans that they just said, you don't need to worry about those anymore. Mm -hmm. There it is, all right. clear for you in black and white. The, 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 our god protagonist is coming to say the things that he heard from big, big bros. Big, big monkey. Big monkey. <laughs> okay, give, well, so... Give. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to here. sort of sum it up, Half Jack. Yeah, the, the Ackermans kind of feel like the Royal Guard, you know, where it's like, okay, you know, we need to have like, a, you know, an elite team and all that. Right. Again, yeah. though, it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Who knows? Anyway. Maybe the same thing happened to that uh, that one uh, guard of Willies that was like, you know, ridiculously hey, tall. I want to have some rule of cool badass characters that make the Titans shit themselves. <laughs> so I want Levi and Mikasa I mean, you think to be that able to do Beyblade like, shit. No, that, that's my point, <laughs> is that that's what Isayama's thinking. He's like, I need exactly. I need people that can do cool Spider-Man shit, but I need the people that make the cool Spider-Man shit stuff look easy. Right. Like, and that's that's one of the things and that I love. And that's why Levi and Mikasa exist, you Right, know? And, I, and I love that so much about, about Mikasa and Levi as characters and sort of the pieces that yeah. they represent in the show. Right. Because because I will uh -huh. tell you, it is very difficult to have hyper-competent characters be on the side of the protagonists and not have all the solu all the problems just be solved so easily, true. right? It is very, <laughs> yes. very difficult, right? And and we've joked about it in the case of, like, Airbender, where you, you have the character like Toph that's built up to be this super badass and whatnot, but then any time there's anything important happening, she's just moved somewhere else, right? It's true. Where she can solve some problem or be somewhere else or whatever, because if she was in the place where things the, that were the most important were going on, they would be resolved in a cinch. Yep. You can't just do, I move the ground underneath you. You should never do that, but, you know, yeah. doing it more than once, it really gets obvious. There, there are ways in which you can write those problems out of the way so that you don't have to deal with that. Right. And, and this show <laughs> often does that by basically giving Mikasa fights that we know she's going to win right? so that she can win them in spectacular fashion. Mm -hmm. And then for other fights where it's like, this one isn't that, well, you know, kind of a situation there. We're going to have something like, you know. It's not about a fight here. Right, right, right. I'm talking about oh. in previous stuff. Oh, uh-huh. Previous stuff. So, the attack on Mikasa. So we had attack on Armin, mm -hmm. we have attack on Titan, now we have attack on Mikasa. Mikasa, this broke my heart. Yeah, this I know. This broke my heart. I know. And you're not even an Aramika shipper. Like, nope. Yeah, no. yeah. I, uh -huh. I could uh -huh. care. Uh -huh. I could care less about ninety percent of the ships like attack my, on Titan. Like after this chapter, I was basically Mikasa from the end of season two. Of like, there is no room or you know, there is no time or room in my heart to spare. Like, like I, oh man, I became a cold bastard after this. Yeah, and and yes, yes, exactly. Fifty minutes in, this was the biggest thing I wanted to talk about this episode. Mm -hmm. I, I, oh, totally. I, I really loved the stuff that happened afterwards with yeah. you know Shadis and Flock, but then also the Zeke. Yeah, uh, stuff with Levi. The Zeke thing, I feel like, is a lot more direct in a way to talk about it. Yeah, because very much so. because it's 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 done so excellently in the episode, and they spend the whole episode on it that it's like it's it's all there. You can right. like you can sort of highlight things and whatnot, yeah. but there's not too much to actually talk about. But Whereas this, but this this breaks my heart because Mikasa's story was one that felt like a really simple sad but beautiful look at what the world of Attack on Titan was like. Is that there are monsters that come in, break down the walls of your security, mm -hmm. and take away the things that you love, the people yep. that you love. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can do about it yep. except fight. 
Now, when it's time to fight... Except sometimes you can't. Except when it's time to fight, sometimes you're not capable of it. Right. So the idea that Aaron basically came to the core of who she is the in this is conversation and basically said, I'm going to rip all that out from under you. Mm -hmm. That was something that you only were capable of doing because I ordered you to do it. Yeah. The, here's the thing. And I'm not even wearing the shirt wow. for it. But, but in this situation, so one, this wasn't a fight. Two, Aaron wasn't fighting Mikasa. He was fighting that little girl from the cabin. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's that's how messed up this was. Yeah, right. You can just because see it in her face. Isn't you can it? see it in her face, right? And 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 the the community can meme over the mm, you know and all that stuff from from the manga, what, right? What's that? The, in the manga, at the part where it shows her starting to tear up, it just does. It just was like capital M M G H, you know. Oh, and so so people gotcha. were always wondering how it was going to be done in the anime. And okay. there's a there's a wonderful post of someone just going on and on about it. But <laughs> but okay. In this situation. This is not something where Mikasa can go all Levi and kill 30 Titans, then equip Thunder Spears, yeah. chase down Zeke, kick his ass, take him back to the place, put a Thunder Spear in him, wire it to the Thunder Spear fuse to, the, yeah. to his neck and all that stuff. She can't do that. And Aaron knows she can't do that, right? He knows that this is the one place where she's weak, that she hasn't actually been able to grow grow past that. And yeah, maybe that part of it of, of her has frustrated him and everything. Mm -hmm. But you know what? He's going to push on it. And not just push gently. He like takes a hammer to it mm -hmm. in a way that only he can. Yeah. Yeah. As far as conversations aside of whether or not Aaron is the bad guy, right? Does he have some plan that he's going, like, you know, is this all part of some master scheme? Is, is this, is there is going this all to, just going to end out better just in general? Right, right. For, yeah. For humanity. For then. humanity, right? Mm -hmm. Is it worth this kind of cost? What kind of a person is he now? Even if it's something where it does does play out in the end, yeah. you know, we can hope, right? Because this is the show. Hopefully it's not just the next iteration. Maybe it'll be better. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, something gets solved here. But I would say that one of the things that he's willing to sacrifice is his friends here. And yeah. I think that's that's kind mm -hmm. of the point, was that this this scene was him basically realizing that he's resolved to the point that he's willing to sacrifice them. Now, this is the part that hurts, is I don't think he's actually willing to kill them. And that's why he locked them up. That's why not only he locked them up, but that's why he was scared of them. Sure, yeah. Is that he's like, hands yeah. on the table. Because right. if we fight, I might have to kill you. And 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 in the same way that I can hurt you in ways that and and, and this this is what I'm hoping for mm -hmm. is that is that he's just thinking in the same way that I can hurt you in ways that you can't that that you can't you, defend you can't, against that you can't defend against right yeah. you know there are some techniques in the force against which well, they also no won't defense. they also won't rile them up to fight they'll if anything kind of rile up their spirit but they won't make them physically fight back and which <laughs> is funny because then Armin does actually yeah like which I thought was rather. Rather kind of poignant because Armin is the one that's the, be the last to throw hands. Right. If anything, if anything, maybe, maybe there's some way that this is like Aaron's veiled way of of doing Bertolt's thing of you think anyone wants to do this? Come find us. You mm -hmm. know, like like yeah. save me from Zeke. I don't know. Like like yeah. And that doesn't really make sense considering that Aaron has the yeah. like is the one with the founding titan and everything. But like, can we bring up the mm. Ackerman thing again? Oh yeah. So. Aaron kind of exposits again about how, okay, so you remember all those headaches, Mikasa? Mm -hmm. Why am I remembering this now? Or, uh, yeah. 
Uh -huh. Those moments, he says, are apparently when the old self yep. resists being forced to protect their host. Right. Wait, what? There's two things I have wrong, like of a problem with this statement here. Mm -hmm. Old self? Yeah, that what almost the... feels like a mistranslation. No, that that just feels that just feels like that just feels weird. Yeah, it's it's the it's the connotation of the the true self, right? The part of her that that wouldn't be influenced by you know the the whatever the Ackerman thing is that would make her protect the the king or, or right. founding titan or whatever. So what this reminds me of is remember mm -hmm. when Annie like had her roar, just help eat me, eat me, and all oh, the titans uh -huh. come in and they yeah, devour yeah. devour her basically. Right. This feels like that kind of a thing where a well, a king, a founding titan, if you will, basically gives the order of save me, save me. And in that in that moment, the 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 Ackermans basically get the go, go, oh. fight mode, do the thing, smash the floorboards, grip the knife. Oh right, yeah. Old before before she awoken to her Ackerman instincts, right? So so the idea that there was some catalyzing moment when we get the lightning in you know, in the in the show going over her brain and everything where that kind of triggered her to fight and everything because before then she was a sort of weak helpless child right and then and then at this point when he was saying tatakai okay okay it, guys 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 let me let me bring back this up because i i know what you're meaning about the idea of the the powers like awakening mm -hmm. like he says something he says ackermans with awakened powers apparently get sudden headaches right but this is the part that feels weird here if there would be this idea that it gets awakened, mm -hmm. you don't unawaken after you've awakened. That's 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 completely antithetical to the idea of being awakened. So mm -hmm. I thought this was something where it's like, no, there's the awakening where you're now like, oh, I'm an Ackerman. I've been awakened. Mikasa's moment was when her brain had the little electricity uh -huh. and it went all over her body and she was like, fight, yeah. you know, and it became easy for her to do this. Right. I get that. That was the point where she awakened. But her headaches happen long after that, mm -hmm. basically saying that in this Some part scene of here, the pre-awakening self was... Stays. It remains. Right. Why? Like, that is, that is such a weird thing if the Ackermans were intentionally designed... Yeah, I yeah I feel like the the idea that of it's, feels like memory manipulation. Well, well, okay, possibly, but I feel like but we know we know that the Ackermans can't be have their memories manipulated. But that's but that's it, <laughs> it. It feels it feels more like like it's um like it's a like it's a poetic way of saying it rather than actually any kind of like literal thing. You know, it's it's the idea that it's an imperfect it's an imperfect manipulation, right? You know. Okay. It's the, okay. It's so the, let's run with that. Like, 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 there are plenty of times when, like, I myself will will get stressed out, even to the point of headaches, because there's something that I feel I should do that I don't actually want to do, or there's something that I want to do that I don't have the mental fortitude to do. Right? And yeah, you guys, know, I, I just wanted to mention, mention something in chat. I, I think I get what y'all in chat are trying to say. Mikasa's backstory is one of the earliest things in Eren's life that we have in the story. Like, for, from Aaron being mm -hmm. a conscious human being and not a baby in Carla's arms, that all happened before season one, episode one. Sure. So every headache that Mikasa has is after that, is is post that point. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Just because something is intelligently designed doesn't mean it doesn't have flaws. Cars and tools break down all the time. Yeah. And that's that's kind of a scary thing to think of Mikasa as a tool, 
right? But then at the same time, in a similar situation to the thing with Armin, right. if we were to try and take some positive thing out of what Aaron says here, if he tells her that when you get those headaches, that's the symptom that there's that there's yeah. internal conflict as a result of your Ackerman nature, theoretically, that could be helpful. Because that again, be it's, helpful. Saying, it's saying- This is where your You have instincts are. that you don't understand. This is how they manifest and then do with that what you will, right? right? And then if she decides that she wants to to completely live in tune with her instincts, or if she wants to resist her instincts, then she is more cap capable of doing so. And that literally happens like 10 seconds later when Armin goes to punch Aaron, and then she pins him to the table, right? right. But then, but then she does end up stopping. She lets him yeah. go, right? And then Armin continues and, and punches Aaron. Right. And this is the part that just feels really just, just hurtful here because this is him saying this is how it happened oh was huh. that the founding titan of yesteryear whenever right made your entire bloodline forget who they were and live only to protect yeah oh but yeah that is a good point this this does feel kind of like Aaron's perspective of Mikasa rather mm -hmm. than his perspective on Ackermans because Levi, I mean, yeah, he joined up with Erwin and everybody, but he True. wasn't protecting people in his old life. Kenny certainly wasn't. Like, yeah. I mean, he was kind of protecting Uri, but you know, you know, yeah. Actually, that well, maybe that would work. Because that actually does. That, kind uh, of make yeah, sense. he did yeah. become the personal enforcer of the Founding Titan. Yeah, and Levi never really interacted with. Oh yeah, that. but and, but and they do both... have some stuff with Levi where there's moments where he's like. I've been helping this kid out all this time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because if it isn't necessarily the king, but it's actually the founding titan, uh -huh. Kenny had that interaction with them. And then it, it makes sense that even after the person would be dead, mm -hmm. he would still have those memories of them. And then right. in the case of Aaron, he was, or no, he wasn't the founding titan at that point. That's actually curious. Wait, yeah. would that be a paths thing? I don't know. But yeah. This this conversation then leading up to the bit where then he goes, oh, in other words, you all are slaves. Right. And you know who I hate more than anyone? Like this is where he's, this is where he's basically doing this to be intentionally antagonistic. Mm. I hate anyone who isn't free, those who aren't free, just like livestock. Yeah. Calling back all the way to episode one. But this is where I, mm. I think he's pushing too hard. Aaron, you're starting to yeah. starting to get a little bit too um, simple. You know when the bad guy kind of has those lines? That reductionist kind of philosophy. Yeah, yeah, where they start yep. dehumanizing someone to the point right. where you're like, you're just going to actually make the, the human part of them rise up and yeah. fight back. Anyone, anyone could take a reductionist philosophy on things and get to horrible ends, but that's because yeah. it's reductionist. It's, it's, not a, it's not a good way to go. You right. say, okay, people kill people, so therefore we should just kill all the people. Right, yeah, yeah. you know, to, uh, that way, no more people will be killed. It's like, what, but but I think, saying? but I think he said this specifically because he knew mm. that Mikasa would protect him here, because it's Armin is yeah. the one that fights back. Well, and in a lot of ways, that that makes it the perfect way to demonstrate to Mikasa, yes. this actually is a real thing. This is the truth. This yeah. is a this is a harsh truth, and here it is. Yeah. Yeah, and he keeps going, keeps going, because he's not really getting the, Wait, the reaction. But we, we watched Thor Ragnarok recently. Aaron, let's not use the term slave. Let's let's use prisoners with jobs. Prisoners with jobs. You know, <laughs> Jesus. Let's. Uh, and the Mikasa, I hated you. Like, like 
her whole world is shattering right here. Like, all right, so he's gonna die. You know, just like, everybody see in the next like, ten seconds. Y'all, the the just Bring an ambulance, the pain, but not for me. the pain at this point. Like, look at that face. Like, look at that face. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, that line shows that Aaron has been BSing the whole time. I hope mm -hmm. so because because that because that's blatantly not true, right? Blatantly and, untrue. And the and the weird thing yeah. about this is that I believe. I, I would believe it if Aaron said this in a heated argument, mm -hmm. right? And granted, they did say at the beginning, you must be being manipulated, kind of implying that he's not totally. free and freedom is his thing, right? So maybe maybe that would rile him up, but right. but he doesn't seem emotionally compromised right here, no. or at least not like, like that. he specifically wanted this conversation. He came to this location to talk to them, as well as take them prisoner, probably. But, Ugh. you know, and then he's like, let's talk. And by the way, that means me monologuing, which means I've probably had a while to think about this. I've been wanting to say this for a good amount of time. A long time. And you say something like that, that's such a such Ugh. an such an exaggeration. Like Ugh. like I believe that there's a part of this that's true. Yeah, I, right? I, I said it in the reaction as Mikasa, I've resented you. Yeah. It's the whole thing of Mikasa's gorilla strength, you know, where yeah. she carries like six times the wood kindling <laughs> right. than he does. Yeah. Mikasa's the one that the bullies are actually scared right. of. Mikasa does the does the ODM gear training perfectly the first time right. when Aaron right. has all the trouble and stuff and yeah. bangs his head on the ground yeah. and has Shadas tell him that, you know, <laughs> you should become Mikasa, a janitor to clean up your yeah, ship performance. Mikasa doesn't really connect with Aaron as a person and kind of has worshipped him, mm -hmm. meaning that he might have missed out on being able to truly connect with her yep. as a kid. And in a lot of ways, the very fact that, okay, so... Mm, That's the uh, part that maybe where this is really sad, I, is that he maybe has just hated the fact that he never really got to know right. Mikasa that well because of their kind of forced role thing that Mikasa, like prescribed to him. I'm gonna say something that I'm not sure I entirely believe, but it's a mm. thought that popped into my head and I want to follow the paths to the court and see yes. where it goes. Yes, let's see. So, um, and I'll preface this with first season of Attack on Titan. Yeah. Favorite part of it by far was episode six and seven. I loved it, right? Oh, you know? season one? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Like, like yeah. I, I loved Attack on Titan. Mikasa was, goddammit, my favorite character. I was a much younger person at the time, and my, <laughs> my tastes were a bit simpler, shall we say, right? Hey, but this world is cruel and also very beautiful. Exactly. I loved the poetry of those episodes. I still love them. Yep, it's it's, it's excellent. The music. I would have been absolutely happy if Mikasa had been, become the main character of Attack on Titan. There was a long time where I actually wished that that had happened. Yeah, then it would have been one, two, three, four weeks? Three or four weeks of Attack on Titan? If you were watching it week to week at that time? Uh, no, I just... I, just yeah, I watched one episode and then dropped it and then just binged the whole rest of the season. <laughs> in one sitting. In one sitting <laughs> like, at, at, at the, the, the college I was going to. <laughs> just just sitting in the library with That's my right. laptop next to an outlet. That's just, right. But, yeah, but, because I watched, I watched, I think, up to episode six... Gotcha. When it was live, and oh. then I watched it week to week. Because okay. everyone freaked out about episode five. Okay. Or whenever Aaron died, you know. Gotcha. I thought that, I was it, that was I thought when it broke the internet. It to you. No, no, no. I think, if anything, you, for you sure told me about it, it with episode one. You watched episode one before I did. That's for sure. Yeah, but I, I did not watch it airing. I, I watched really? I, I watched episode one. So so okay. But, well, that's, that's, yeah, that has yeah. nothing to do with this. Here, so here, keep here, going here, with your theory. So then, so that was my favorite part of Attack on Titan. Then. I read the manga, and the manga went up to the end of what is now season two. 
right? Okay, and that part with the Titans and everything and the thank you for wrapping the scarf around me and then Aaron apparently uh, controls yeah. the Titans. Favorite, that that became my new favorite part of Attack on Titan. It was one of my love, favorite parts love too. Love so much. I, I yep. still think that seems so good, yep. right? What if the reason why Aaron did the thing that made me so mad as an Aaron Mika shipper of standing up and turning away and basically saying, I'll wrap it around you as much as you want. Right. What if that wasn't actually, what if it was as a result of, of the things that Mikasa was doing? Where basically, because she came to him as saying, thank you for wrapping this scarf around me. Thank uh, you for basically the things that you have done. Thank you for the, for the, um, because she's trying to build him up in this moment, right? It's after Hannes has died and everything. And, and he's, he being, had, he's being and literally he's, eaten And he's in screaming, the blood. laughing, crying, sobbing. You know, it's pure Yuki despair. Kaji. Right, Yuki Kaji yeah. at his finest, shredding his vocal cords for our pleasure. For us, right, yeah. she kind of ignores what he's feeling in that moment mm -hmm. to basically say, "Here's the version of you that I see, and I'm going to try and supersede that onto you because I believe you can be more than than how you feel right now." And, and in a lot of ways, that is incredibly encouraging, right? Because it's saying, "Hey, I know, I, I, I know, I know this is how it seems, but." But let me let me show you what it looks like from my perspective, right? And and sometimes a different perspective is all it takes to get us out of despair, right? But what if that that is an example of the reason why Mikasa can never have that good ending, that 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 uh, deep connection with Aaron that she wants, whatever Jacob, form Aaron it takes. Mika Shipper, good ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> is because of things like that, right? Okay, because, yeah, I, I see it. Because I she it. she still goes back to the, you wrapped this scarf around me, not the the five years or whatever, or six years that we hung out together and were family since then. Yeah, you that know? is actually like, a really good point. Like, like, she doesn't talk about any of that She's stuff. She's obsessed about the original moment, right. not the actual time that they spent Even together Even now, yeah. 10 years later, ten I think years. it works out exactly 10 years, because it was a year before the start of the show, and then five years after, and then four years. So 10 years after, yeah. right, after that moment, she still goes straight back to that from when they aren't even talking about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing that's always been at the forefront of her mind. And I, yeah. and I love... I love this scene for what it does in confronting Mikasa with the way that her character is very one note, you know? Yeah. She is she is um uh, She's a guardian type character. She is a guardian type character, right? Yeah, and very, uh, and I and I love and it, right? It's yeah. the it's the I I am a big fan of the the <laughs> Annie. <laughs> well, and there's the oh, holy shit, is this happening? You know, but like the it's the it's the Brienne of Tarth and the Beauty and the Beast kind of a thing where where it's you know huh. the you know it's the the lady oh, is okay. the beast and she's badass and awesome and she's protective and everything and maybe a bit simple but you know whatever right, mm -hmm. um, but this is kind of that moment where all of a sudden she truly hits rock bottom there and kind of pushes her and throws her down there right yeah but but then if there were to be any moment where then maybe she can grow like yeah. like me thinking as an audience like like viewer right if i were to want to see more awesome good character development happen from mikasa in a similar situation to what happened in episode 6 that was an example of her coming to the end of herself right where mm -hmm. her entire world was shattered and yeah. she had to reform herself into something different right mm -hmm. something that could survive it yeah. In this situation, this is another one of those moments. Her whole world that she has known up till now is gone. It's broken. And it was broken in the most cruel way. But you know, the world is also not just cruel, but it's very beautiful. Yeah. And, and you know, 
there is still going to be the, the part two of the season kind of a thing, right? So so hopefully this can go somewhere good. But for now, Armin, beat the shit out of that dickweed. Okay, what I what I'm <laughs> I loved so much about this scene was that I just was kind of in a daze oh, watching yeah. it. Right, because it's just <laughs> emotionally beaten up. It's just like, what's happening? Like, Stop. I <laughs> feel like I was Gabby in this scene, just like I'm bruised and bloodied, and I'm just like, what? What's, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. Like, like, why is every... What is going on here? Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that Armin basically went feral... And just yes. just leapt over we the table. We knew he was best boy. And is is I mean, like, Reiner maybe I mean, competition. Well, but, well you know. I, I would say like for for me, mm -hmm. Armin has been my favorite character for a long time. Yeah. But just the fact that Armin full on like tripped, scrambles over the table. Mm -hmm. Just like, like this freaking tablecloth out of yeah, my yeah. way is I'm gonna beat his ass. Oh, you know? uh, I'll I'll show you why the abridges make me psycho. You know, right, right, like, right. like I'll show I you am psycho. The King, yeah. motherfucker. Like like this is a this is a much more feral version of Usopp. I feel like right where it's like it's not the happy uh, sort of you know uh, one piece adventure and fun. It's the no 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 you you seriously crossed the line and now I don't care if I if I am physically nowhere near strong enough to be able to fight you. I'm going to get over there and I'm going to make you hurt. Yeah. So what I what I really love about this was that there's this assumption mm -hmm. that if Armin was to ever fight Eren, can I use the mouse real quick? Oh yeah yeah yeah, go ahead go ahead. Yeah. That if Armin was to ever fight Eren, there would be this this just this knowledge mm -hmm. that if he did, well, Eren would kind of be like, hey buddy, it's okay. Like Eren wouldn't fight back. Mm-hmm. He would, if anything, just kind of, like, you know, just kind of, like, be like, hey, buddy, let's talk about this. Because mm -hmm. he knows that's, you know, that's that's Armin's thing. You know, let's talk it out. But the fact that Mikasa immediately, mm -hmm. and I mean with just speed, I mean, yep. and grace, arm bars him and right. just completely, completely ends this. Aaron doesn't even react in the slightest nope. bit. Doesn't surprise him. He doesn't flinch. Him. Nope. He doesn't move. Yeah. Again, it's it's Vader blocking Luke's lightsaber. Like it's it's the it's the it's the it's the abusive relationship where the person being abused is the one that defends the abuser, right? Oh, and, sure. And that and there's nothing that the third party can do that very much cares and sees what's going on. You know, I, I'm just impressed because there are two titans in this scene, and one of them is the biggest titan ever. Yeah. Be, basically. Yeah, that's and a good point. And it's getting restrained basically by probably humanity's like second best Titan killer. I mean, gorilla testosterone. You know it is a it is. it is a hell of a scene basically to have this Cocaine all happening. Is hell of a drug. Yeah. While one of them has already pre-cut his hand, but is showing no like mm -hmm. real inkling of wanting to nope. even transform here. Nope. So I, I just think that this scene is 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 brilliant. It's sad. Can it, you imagine? being Gabby in this situation and seeing this shit unfold. Like, like on yeah. the one hand, it's, here's Aaron Yeager. He shows up with a cut on his hand, right? She saw what he did in Liberio, right? I mean, not only that, she heard the, the, uh -huh. the speech yeah. from yeah. Willie Tiber of yeah. like, 
the demon, Aaron Yeager, the he one can start who, the has, rumbling, you who know. has the ability to yep. awaken Armageddon. And, and flatten the earth. Just yeah, flatten yeah. flatten the earth. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, oh, these people are all just chilling and talking. They're all chilling and talking, and all like, of a sudden, one of them jumps at him to beat right the shit now? out of him while she's just sitting right there in this room. Yeah. Like, at any moment, one of them could transform, yeah. and she'd Gabby, be dead. Gabby's and, hands have not left the table this entire time. <laughs> no, they haven't. And in fact, the very fact that she is seeing this mm -hmm. with these people that could transform but don't shows that, you know what, and on top of everything that's been happening in the past few episodes, maybe there really aren't demons because they are showing restraint with this power that does not uh, comply with the narrative that you have had in your head thus far about how they're all bloodthirsty savages that want to just kill and slaughter. That image of Gabby with the table flips is hilarious. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to it here. In a, we'll get to it here in a second. But yeah, the bit with Mikasa here, just realizing mm -hmm. what she's done. Yep. And it was just instinctive. Even against someone like Armin. Yeah. yeah. Now, to be fair, I think she's genuinely scared of what, you know, Aaron could do. Oh, uh, sure. So yeah, she could be trying, trying to defend to Armin as well. Armin yeah, yeah, that's totally possible. Yeah. yeah. But then Aaron just being like, your entire life has been dictated by your Ackerman blood. Shut the fuck up! Right, right. And, and while, while... It could be right in mm -hmm. the plot, like in the world side sure. of things here. Oh, could you come more into frame a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just popping out a little bit. All right. Um, we know that writing-wise, you don't write characters that have that, though. Well, or if they, if you do, one, you don't. no one necessarily needs to know that they do. And if they realize that they do, does that actually change who they are as a person? Because mm. at that point, they then have a choice, right? Of yeah. do, they, do they go along with it or do they fight against it? And they can choose, and and it is a it is a genuine choice. They can choose to just be like, yeah. you know what? No, I I I choose not to believe it. I don't think it has an effect on oh me. I will continue yeah. to be my own person. Yeah, but just the 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 it's the double, triple, quadruple, quintuple emphasis on this yeah. idea. Yeah, it's of, all you really are. The, there's nothing else. There's nothing mm -hmm. else. There's nothing else. Is all you are. Yeah, yeah. It's just to break her down here. Mm -hmm. it, it's just to basically say, yep. I'm severing this connection. I'm severing this connection. Damn it. Damn it. She's actually like really like tough. She really is connected to me. Okay, don't worry. I won't don't, look. Don't look. Here. I won't look. And it finally breaks here with with this. And then uh, Armin. That person has been banned. Oh, someone someone was really trying to spoil things. They, were, they, uh, they even spoiled me on some things, if it's true. But Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then Armin unleashes the punch. <laughs> Just, here it is. Kapow. Let's go. Mm -hmm. oh. Gabby's just like, Gabby's just what like, am I seeing? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was good. That yeah. was good. Mm -hmm. Way to go, buddy. Like, Armin, I... I have, uh, I, I have, I have so much respect for you to be willing to do this, mm -hmm. because this is Armin saying, like, oh, you'll throw your connection with Mikasa away, just to make this point. Yeah, then I'll throw away my my friendship oh, yeah. with you. Yeah, you are you are to dead clock to me. You, then. Clock yeah. you across yeah, the I'll, face here. I'll, let's see you grit those teeth. I'll knock some sense yeah, in I you. Will, I, will, I will. I will punch your teeth mm -hmm. into your throat because yep. at the very least. Ah, uh, you deserve a, a, at least that. 
And what I like about this is that, again, Aaron doesn't flinch. Aaron got hit with the punch and just kind of goes, hmm, like, oh. Yep. Oh. His, his face hardly even gave to the punch. No. Nope. Like, it was almost like Armin was punching like a brick yeah. wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no talking about the spoilers, people. And and and. So yep. We're moving on. Moving let's, on. Let's just move on. And hey, hey, uh, let's let's use this as a as an opportunity example. If any of you want to uh, volunteer to help out with modding and things like that, get in touch with me. Send me a DM on Discord. Um, if you're not on Discord, uh, I don't uh, I don't know. But um, yeah. Uh, and um, we can we can talk about that. Yeah. And then they fall. And he and goes in. He goes in for the second hit. Like, I just. He I just, was not going to let up. I love the ease at which, though, Aaron manhandles him. Oh, uh-huh. It makes it so much worse. And, again, I'm kind of operating on this idea that Aaron has already tapped into the Founding Titan's power on some level. Mm -hmm. So he's not even really surprised that this is happening. But wouldn't that just make it even more unsettling, the idea that he's like, oh, yeah, I knew this fight was going to happen. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Based on that, then, okay, okay. I, I, I know I know how this is going to work, you know. This and, might... Oh, my God. The fact that he full-on, like, uppercuts. Like, I want to get the frame here where he, like, full-on uppercuts. How does this work? God. I think this is the best I can get, but but he full on like uppercuts Armin, like dead mm. ass, just blood gushing from his mouth there. Yep. Okay, so this might be a very bad idea to do on a stream, but I'm just gonna do it. So if you are not on our actual Discord, but you want to help with modding, you absolutely can potentially yeah, just wouldn't... reach reach out to me. My Discord handle is Jacob hashtag four four eight nine. Please don't contact me if it's not about the the modding thing. Uh, if you're you know getting this and you're not yeah, on I wouldn't, Discord, I wouldn't have done that. But okay. yeah, I know, I know. But okay. yeah, if you want to help out, sure. you can. Okay. All right. Now back to Attack on Titan. Our boy took this one on the on the chin, like literally took it on the chin. And mm -hmm. Aaron is way better of a fighter here. Yeah. Way better of a fighter here. Oh my God. Oh yeah. The, the speed at which he goes through this here. And he then just proceeds to then not even let him fall down. He just, just, he destroys just him. into him here. Yeah. Now, and of, of course, course, the Jaegers just comes come in. in. They're like, whoa, 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 Aaron, you okay? Mm-hmm. And, ah. Uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, Armin, you and I have never fought before, have we? Mm-hmm. This hurts, and All man. the time they've been friends. This hurts because... There's been this sacred trust about the idea that Armin has always been physically weaker mm -hmm. than than yeah. than his two friends here, and he's been the one kind of following around the most, you know, of the two of them. Like right. they chased on ahead of him, and yeah, he's become the new little Irwin in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. But yep. like this is this is this is cruel, Aaron. The fact that this isn't the end of him beating on Armin, basically. Uh-huh. And he keeps doing it after this. Yeah. 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 I That's just You cool. don't and this is this is the thing that, that, that blows me away is that you don't get something like this when we also got the episode Hero. Yeah. Like how does that happen? You know. Yeah. It it doesn't. 
Yeah. So like like here we see just a really just really just painful look at this whole thing here. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even notice this on the first time, but we have in the background a painting of two galleons, two massive ships just tearing each other to pieces with cannon fire. Oh, uh-huh. Like there's one of them with a mast practically like falling over. And then there's this tiny fishing boat in the middle. Yeah. Tiny fishing boat in the middle or tiny yeah. small little sloop in the middle that's yeah. just like, I can't do anything about this. Big strong these... Mikasa that feels really small right now. Yeah, exactly. So uh -huh. I felt like the painting was a nice little touch in here. Mm -hmm. But like Aaron is not being, not going easy on Armin No, here. he's not just subduing him or anything. He is, he is beating the shit out of him. He is just, just destroying him. Yep. And again, these are two titans uh -huh. that could throw down in ways that would hurt a lot of people, and yet they're but not they doing don't. that. They're yeah. not doing that. So it just, mm -hmm. ugh, it just made this episode even more painful. Ships in the background of the symbolism for the Aramika ship sinking. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <sighs> With how much I would assume because of social media and stuff, creators nowadays are probably very aware of... Oh, you know, definitely. Fan kind of stuff. I, I know that a lot of mangaka, though, intentionally stay off of social media. Oh, yeah. For that very uh -huh. reason, though. Yeah. And also because they're very protective about their identities and stuff. Watch, the other ship is the, the era. era like, here's a better Historia shot. Here's ship. a better shot of the ships, though. Yeah. You can very clearly tell that and, it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a littler ship that is caught in the middle of all this. And then Mikasa just, just crying just and saying, please, please stop. Please stop. Like, yeah. this... this uh -huh. This is painful. Yeah. This is painful. Ugh. Oh. Wow. Oh, we got some bits yeah. that we missed here. Uh, the Rex stuff, the 100 bits. I think the Ackerman headaches are more due to high blood pressure than an old personality trying to break free. You've seen all the insane shit they do. Their hearts have got to be burning <laughs> a mile a minute. Also, I don't know if the awakened Ackermans need to be attached to a founding titan. Levi never met one. It looks like they just attach to someone who inspires them and that gives them their powers. Well, sure, I think that's probably what awakens them, but mm. it is oddly coincident that the person that helps Mikasa awaken her ends abilities up ends later, up later getting, getting the, founding the founding titan. titan. And with paths, it's like, okay, could with we be paths, something Yeah. Just yeah. saying, because the fact that memories can be manipulated in mm. any way, shape, or manner, though, that means you could theoretically send memories back to yourself. Don't worry. Big crazy theories are coming with the next episode discussion. We haven't yes. even really gotten into that shit nope. yet. So, nope. this is about the point where we're going to speed past a lot of the things in this episode here. Yeah. Because uh, Armin has his last little bit where he's like, oh, oh, okay. Is that it? Is that all you came to say? Saying, I would say exactly what the audience kind of wants mm -hmm. him to say. That you wanted freedom just so you could hurt Mikasa? Well, tell me, who's the slave that bows to a bastard again? Yeah. Now, Armin's saying this with a bloody, swollen face, and yet it's Aaron that's that the grimaces. one that grimaces. Yeah. Because he's right. Those words cut deep. Those words actually hit. This uh -huh. is the first time where yep. it seems like Aaron is responding with emotion to something that they said. Now, the stuff that he said previously when Aaron got like a little bit like angry or a little bit intense, mm -hmm. it was following up to add emphasis to the things that he was saying to them, not in response to things that they were saying to him. Because he didn't really let them speak. Like, Aaron was just kind of monologuing the whole time. Gotcha. And then it was Mikasa every once in a while being like, no, no, that's not right. No, not at all. 
So I, I really, really love this bit here because Armin did actually get the last word in. So mm -hmm. power to you, buddy. Yeah. Love you. Love you, man. Armin pulled the reverse Uno card. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, super uh, train station H the hundred bits. I'm guessing that painting was a recent gift from Hizuru because no one in parody mm. would be able to paint a scene like that. That's probably true. I, I that agree that true. it would be something that came from overseas for sure. Mm -hmm. Jenny Monty the hundred bits. Armin cut deep. Yep. Our boy does. Our boy yep, yep. does. Because he, he will cut you. Yeah. Now, what I like about this, what I like about this is this shows that, well, this goes both ways. Yeah. All three of them understand Don't each other. Don't dish it unless you can take it. Well, right. But all three of them understand each other enough to be able to cut this deep. Right. Which means that Aaron's statements and stuff like that work because he knows them so well. That's just mm -hmm. another yeah. thing to just do. Right. Do Even that. with how, how much Aaron has changed... Whatever the reason for that is. Yeah. And then uh, Aaron doesn't really have a great response here. So, so he just says, says who, who you, you call him a slave. slave. Let's go. Yeah. Which is basically just saying, n n no you. Right. It's it's the, <laughs> but no yous don't work like that. Like, yeah, like he already know you'd. You can't know you back a no you. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work. And certainly not just by saying no you. Like, mm -hmm. you have to say something a bit more to it to show that, like, no, 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 you're talking bullshit. Like, it yeah. actually is a no you. And the fact that, you know, Aaron and Armin kind of resorted to violence, basically, each kind of stated that they had kind yeah. of, they had That's lost true. the opportunity for diplomacy because, and, you know, convincing right. the other that they were right or wrong. Because Armin started it, but Aaron certainly finished it, and he didn't have to like that. Nope. Right? He destroyed Armin. He started to enjoy it, right? Because it's the, oh, maybe, hopefully, yeah. this is a way I can actually beat you here. Okay, so we get over to Zeke and Levi with mm -hmm. the uh, scout squad that are yep. all about to be baboomed really soon. Mm -hmm. And he says, we'll make one of the Jaegerists into a Titan and have them eat Zeke. Just like, yep. oh, okay. So we just get someone to just get it out of Zeke's hands as fast as possible. <laughs> now, what I believe this is implying is more along the idea that it's not that they want just some rando to have uh -huh. the, the Titan's ability, yeah. the, the Beast Titan, <laughs> is that we don't want basically someone that has royal blood to have right. So just have the 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 beast titan. Right. Basically. So just have literally just some random Eldian. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that Zeke's removed from the situation, and then Aaron but then also can't... Aaron can't use the right. founding titan's power. I just I just have to mention this because it's so oh, what, good what, what, from uh, uh, Kenex boy. Uh, fuck, he totally nailed me with that. No, you. I need to warn Aaron in the past to do a better comeback. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Aaron is being such oh, a little bitch right now so good. that I would totally oh see God. him doing that. That's beautiful. Like, yeah. And he says, no, I can't tell if he's manipulating Aaron, but their party's over if they lose Zeke, which mm -hmm. is so exciting because I love that we can then have Zeke lose. Right, have an actual over the course of this fail condition for Aaron and his whole yeah. thing. And all it is is just that, well, you know, Levi's pretty heckin' strong, so mm -hmm. he made it work. Yep. Now, I kind of have some whack theories with this book here, and they're kind of goofy, but it's just the idea that, like... I think it's been confirmed by this point that it's Xavier's book. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that makes sense. I did like the theories that... Because I forgot that it was Xavier's book, too. too and I, I love the theories that, that you came up with about it. 
that it's something where he wrote down part of their plan. Yeah, or or, or that well, there was that one, and then what was the other one? It's a guidebook, basically. That was what I was right. saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I love about this is that during the course of this time, Levi's basically just deciding like how to do this. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hmm, should I just cut off all his limbs? Right. Yeah, I think that should well, be eventually fine, I'll have you know? to do that. I guess no. that's good. And there was meaning in your death, and at long last, I'll prove it. But I'm just waiting to skip to my favorite goofy moment in this episode, which, holy <laughs> shit, I loved it's, this. It's some straight up so Joseph Joestar stuff. This, this was some Joseph Joestar level shit right here. <laughs> oh my god. Attack on Titan oh, does not man. need to do the Marvel style humor to be funny, nope. which is just nope. the, it's getting serious? How about. Some uh, random joke in the middle. Right. No. Crazy witty no, banter. Just the idea <laughs> that sticks out. Freaking Dio. Dio's uh-huh. voice actor. Yep. Zeke. The 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 whole Kekoku Dori, you know? Mm, yeah. He just is like, and oh, <laughs> run away! Like this. <laughs> This sent me. Oh. I I felt so validated. Just <laughs> like I'm just going to like I'm just going to fully take in the scene as it is, and then mm-hmm. let my my dumb meme brain just 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 let all the ideas for the templates and all the things just swirl through my head. And I'm just like ah. Oh. Yes. Honor is oh, for the dead. He this is, looks so like, funny. He, he saw an opportunity so to be like, I can get a bit of a head start. Okay, I'm gonna do it. And so, so someone in the in the comments <laughs> for for the, the the video pointed out they were like, I just want to bring attention to the fact that when Zeke runs away, it's like yes, he runs away and then he does the shout and the, all the Titans and everything and it's crazy. Right. right. But when he does the shout, it's not like the. Yeah, it's it's not the badass like war chant kind right, of right. thing, you know, in, in the first I episode. Mean, he's, he's literally out of breath probably a little bit already from just yeah, running. Yeah. So it's, but it's just ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like okay, like, can we can we put I, things? I want I want the <laughs> Jack Sparrow thing of him like him running on the beach from the ah! cannibal scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, I, what I love about this so much is that you can imagine from Zeke's perspective, right? He's oh, like, man. okay, okay, I've got to meet up with Aaron. We've got a place and a time that we're going to meet up at. There's definitely some past shenanigans going on through Zeke's mind about how this is all going to work out, right? Uh-huh. But he's also like, if things don't go as we planned, this little, this little, <laughs> this little short stack of hatred will, yeah. like... Cut my freaking body apart, and he's already done it when I was a beast titan, <laughs> right? Like by himself. Oh man, who was it, who was it that said it? Um, someone someone pointed out though that like Levi, it takes a while for him to actually chase after him. He's just right. like he's just like what? Are you serious? You're 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 shitting me. Right, like, right. It's like I expected so much more out of you. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and Zeke was always the worst at running. Yeah. I really, I really would Yes, yes. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yep. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'm gonna take myself and leave. Mm, I, yes. Uh, Though ass wiping technique is to reduce friction on his ass cheeks so that, mm, that way he can run faster. Ah, uh, it's all the help he can indeed. get. That's that's a that's a that's a wonderful thing right there. Yeah, it's an easy meme format. Right. It's 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 <laughs> perfect. Just 
like me running away from my responsibilities, you know, or like me trying to avoid the deadline for my term paper, you know, like, 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 mom, mom says that the dishwasher is full, me running to my room, you know, like, yeah, you know, uh, my, my mom says that, you know, uh, she'll let my dad handle me when he comes home from work, you know, like, Oh my god. Mom says we're gonna be leaving the playground in five minutes. <laughs> can't leave if you can't find me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, uh, oh man. Uh, so good. It's so good. So, this happens. Mm -hmm. And of course, Levi just has this. Like, uh -huh. here's the meme format right here. He's just like. What? Like. Uh, like, like, he looks disappointed. He's right. just like, no. He's like, no, I was gonna, no. Like, now, I, now, I was hoping Aaron would come after you and then I'd fight the both of you. Then it'd be a challenge, maybe, you know? I, I just, there are a few things in Attack on Titan that have gotten me to gut laugh. Like, just oh, yeah? to, just to, just to <laughs> have my chest heave and hurt. And this was it. This was this was one of those. Like, ugh, so good. Oh God, no! He wouldn't Naruto run away. That would be, that would be a whole just, other level. I just love the idea that even the uh, <laughs> look at that terror in, in those like, eyes. Look at look at his face here. He's just like, I've got like five seconds of delay time for those titans to fall off the trees. Like, if he hadn't so... already shat himself, or like <laughs> like if he wasn't already clear, then he would have literally shit himself here. Like. To make sure that he could run faster. I mean, like, he was drinking. Uh, well, was he drinking wine? Or was he drinking coffee? He's drinking coffee. A bit. Coffee is actually a natural laxative. Mm. So and it has caffeine. You know? Yeah. Like it's like Levi's just like, why are you like downing those espresso shots? No reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah! If only he could stop time, it still wouldn't be enough. But he's you know, trying to get out of range of star platinum, obviously. Right. They It'd just make think, things at least. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, Levi's range is a lot more than a few meters. Yeah. Alright, alright. So memes aside, this was a scene that we like knew had to have coming, not with him running away, but just the fact that mm -hmm. all of the scouts turned into Titans. Yep. And the fact that we got this in separate episodes, that that made me so sad. Oh, that made why? me so why? sad. Because Imagine now. I again. I can't remember if it happens exactly like this in the manga because I I haven't read it in a while. But I believe that once they introduced the idea that Zeke put it into the wine, I think at the end of that chapter they actually. Whoa! Had... Whoa! Wait, hold Knights on. of the Fallen with the twenty-five Holy gifted. Holy Knights shit! Knights of the Fallen. Thank you so Thank much for you. the gifted subs. Hey, hey, shout out, shout out Knights of the Fallen if you got a gifted sub from them. Wow. That's really kind of you. Thank you, thank yeah. you very, very much. Thank wow. you so much. All right. Damn. Okay. I don't even remember what I was thinking about. But, okay. Zeke's, Zeke's awakening mm -hmm. of the, the, the scouts, though, yep. hits the MPs that have drank the, and even some of the garrison mm -hmm. troops. From way the hell away. From way the hell away. And this is something that is assumed, that they all drank the wine at some point. Oh, uh-huh. But I don't think it's likely that all of them drank the wine. Some of them were not MPs. Some of them were Pixis's people. 
which means okay. they were not like uppity up people. Uh, sure. So yeah. it might just be an Eldian thing where they get the uh, static thing, and it's that if you have the wine. But it was just military people. Like I mean, no, at no, least I'm from with what you. we saw. Like I'm with you. If anything, it's probably that some of the higher ups in the other garrisons also had the wine, just because if you distinguish, then that would be suspicious, you know. Yeah. But wow. But okay. Just crazy about the range potential here because they didn't physically hear it. There's yeah. no way they were even close to that. Yeah, of course, of course, Pictius would have drank the wine at some but point. This yeah. is the part where I like almost had my heart stop. Right, if not for the fact that everything oh. else that had been happening in this episode oh. already had, you know, oh. squeezed your heart into oblivion. <clears throat> yeah, uh huh. Uh -huh. I don't want Falco to become a pure Titan. Holy sh shit! If he becomes a pure Titan. Ha! Ah, ah. Ha! Yeah. Just the fact that this, like, ugh, ugh, oh, scared me. This scared me, y'all. But, hey, hey, the very least, Falco's okay. He's with Hanji. Mm -hmm. People are being like, but but at least Pictius's assistant didn't have anything happen? Yes, because she's too responsible to drink mm -hmm. when she's handling Pictius, who drinks yeah, constantly. Yeah. And we get the, uh, now I chase you. Mm -hmm. And I, I love, um, I love the idea that Zeke's like, hey, hey, sorry, Captain, this is it for you, and you, you care about your subordinates. You're not, not going to slice, slice them, them up, up. just because they've grown a bit. It's like, have you seen the No Regrets OVA? Well, so, so, <laughs> so this is something that I, I love, I love how this happened, because, so, I'm going to go back to season one again. Uh-huh. Because watched it a lot, right? Oh yeah, we one all the, we all watched season one more than any other like, season for sure. Crazy amounts. All that but, gap time. Yep. But the one of the things that always always got me in season one mm -hmm. that that sometimes I would forget about, right, mm -hmm. is how Levi handles the other people in the military under him after Levi's squad has been killed, right, yeah. on the way back, right. And there's everyone freaking out, and there's the two two soldiers in particular that are you know like, oh my god, you know so-and-so died and we can't go back and get his body and and he gives him the patch from petra yeah. you know like uh -huh. like the, oh. you know and, and and things like that all to uh. make it so that they can keep holding things together right yep. and when it doesn't yep. even really matter they're not even that useful when it comes right down to it right yeah levi cares about his subordinates even if they're not directly his subordinates yep yep a ton yeah a ton he's seen so much death he's seen so much death yeah and here he has to directly kill him. We saw how we freaked out when he when we realized, like, wait, you're telling me that that Titans are people? You're telling me I've been carving up people this whole time? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And now, now he's gotta do it. He's gotta do this, yeah. Gotta do this all over again. And then, like a god of death, he does, and he gives that amazing line of, you think I wouldn't be able to do it? I've been killing my comrades this entire time. Yeah. That great callback to Irwin's, you know, whole thing with the sacrificing and everything. Like, uh, you, 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 you thought you zooked him, Zeke, but you got zooked to yourself. Yeah. Uh, just the resignation that he has oh, to do this. By the way, this was in the PV. The PV? The trailer. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Eh. Yeah, just the Titans, you know, all around him and stuff. It's that like, doesn't okay. necessarily mean... Yeah, not, not necessarily. No, no, no. That doesn't mean necessarily that, you know... Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, they 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 actually concealed it. Well, yeah, that, that, that can be something that you could you know you oh. know not like really like uh-huh. get anything from just in the trailer. But when you see that Levi and Zeke go off alone together towards the trees, then you might be like, oh no, I, hold on, yeah, I, think yeah. I know what's gonna happen here. Right. But just this part, this part, for the survey I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This part though, um, kind of made me laugh a little bit because derpy titans again. Well, goofy looking titans, notwithstanding. Um, the fact that they like hold him, mm-hmm. and just like, oh yes, okay, mm-hmm. my little one, yes. But just the, well, Zeke's Titan is not only something that he doesn't want to use here. His Titan is slow. Then yeah, like, like we've never seen. Like Zeke's it titan literally run. has a beer belly. Like it's just got like this big <laughs> like true. jiggle belly. We have never Monkey. seen the Beast Titan move quickly. Nope. Like the fastest we've seen it move is the rotation when it throws things. Because it's one of those things where we don't know yeah. if it's a walking, running, or on all fours kind of titan, you know? Well, okay, so here's here's something. Have we ever actually seen it fight? Because the fight with Levi cannot be called a fight. About? Yeah, of course we've seen it fight. Okay, fight other titans. Yeah, yeah of course not. Yeah. No. no, no, of course it's never fought other titans. Yeah. No. No, right. but it squished the penis titan. Reiner was off screen. Yeah. Levi, well, yeah, no, that wasn't a titan, but not right. even a fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Zeke kind of talking to himself. You guys thought you had power, time, choices. Not realizing you had none of those, Levi, was your biggest mistake. And then Levi comes up and he's like, thinking any of that mattered, that was your biggest mistake. Yeah, but then we get the confirmation that this happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if I explained my intentions, you wouldn't understand, right, Aaron? Which is crazy because him saying that when there's no one around to listen means that there's a part of him that probably thinks that this is for their own good. Yeah. Well, or no, of course he thinks it's for of their own good. Of course it's for he thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. But just vindication. Look at yes. it. I've been saying this for so long. I'm like, uh-huh. why would he have the mitt there? Why would he? Ah, ah, they talked. They talked. They talked. Oh, and yes, oh, that is a great point. Someone oh. brought it up. But yeah, can you imagine the Beast Titan running like an orangutan, his arms flailing in the wind? He would literally be like the Lemmy and then like the squiggly arms like flailing behind him. Yeah. It'd be wonderful. Um, that's actually something I didn't really notice here. Oh. Uh, Zeke says, once I escape this forest, that's where you'll be. Thinking Shiganshina, I believe. Well, well, I... Hey, we'll see. I hope you remember where and when we're supposed to meet, Aaron. Oh, yeah. Where and when we're supposed to meet is Shiganshina. Oh, he might have forgotten that. <laughs> well, 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 not not just that, but just the idea of they're all they're all running here, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason why he needs to escape the forest is because Levi can't chase him once they're outside the forest. But just the idea that the right. forest is a really long ways from Shiganshina. Mm-hmm. Like guys, yeah. guys, the forest. Like we don't took, know exactly how a, far. There was an expedition, with the horses on like full tilt, going from uh like rose to to the forest. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. That was uh yeah. But this that might was from rose. That this wasn't might Shiganshina. not. Well, actually, okay. So this would a, be a different forest. Yeah, th- then. this is probably a different. This forest. is a completely different forest. It's probably a different. Never forest. mind. It doesn't necessarily have to be. It could be the same one, but and that would yeah. be that would be ironic, you know. If, yeah. Levi being like, eh, I have decent odds, you know, his past with Titans in this forest. Totally, totally. But uh, I, I will say it is a bit odd that he knows when they're supposed to meet, 
I don't see any timepiece on you, Zeke. Levi had that in uh Counting in the Lavario. Days. Counting the days? Yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> dude. There'd be some light that would get through the trees. See when people sleep, things like that. Uh uh. Uh I mean I can't imagine mm. it's very precise. Like Well yeah. then why say when at all? Just be like meet well, up here. Well, right, but I mean the day does help. The day know? does help, right, yeah. yeah. And then uh Psych huh? What's that? Uh oh I just it love was that this, nice moment. Zeke knew. I just love this oh up. shit voice uh, face <laughs> yeah. from, from Zeke here as he's just like <laughs> Oh no, man. It's it's not possible. You actually <laughs> went and killed them all? That fast? Like I thought it would at least buy enough time to get outside the trees. Got the nope. Oh, he heard that Aaron escaped. That is a very good point. Yeah. Oh yes. Aaron did escape, yeah. Right. That, that is something that he would be waiting for the signal. Mm -hmm. Right, because of course once Aaron escapes, then they would specifically want to move Zeke. Right. Yeah. So, so that would like, that would okay, be a good a way for them to communicate here. for him, basically. Right. Now that's a bit of luck that he found out that, you know, Aaron had been moved. Because there are ways they could have done it where Zeke wouldn't have known. Uh, sure, but if they randomly are like, all right, we're moving you somewhere else, he could probably put two and two together. Well, no, but let's just say Zeke's asleep, right? Someone comes at night and says, Levi, Levi. Sure. And then they walk away, and he's like, yeah? He's like, Aaron's escaped, we need you to move Zeke. All right, cool. He cuts off his legs. And yeah, then, cuts know. off his legs. Monka is uh, the, right, passed right. out from the pain, and it's just like, what's happening? It's like, well, we're 50 miles away now. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, fuck! <laughs> my plan! My genius <laughs> And then the people transform like, into there's, there's a There's a couple conveniences with the idea of this plan of theirs being something where they can guarantee this that make me think that there's just... Okay. Just, has shenanigans involved. But Levi not only uh, forces this into a, a situation where uh, Zeke's going to transform, he gets but like just he cuts up oh. the branches, has them fall. Yep. Like, we see Levi coated in blood. I love that's not steaming off, mind you, just for just, you know, dramatic effects yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh -huh. You know. There was a lot more of it before. You know? yeah, 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 of course. But but I I I love the fact that he's already like armed up with thunder spears and everything. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> like like he's like Henry Cavill. He's like <laughs> like he's yeah, got his thunder yeah. spears, thunder spears, and he's just like, I'm gonna ram these so far, you won't be able to use yep. any ass wiping technique to clean this up. No, nope. like like oh. I love how completely one sided it is because like. Zeke does his whole thing and everything, but Levi's like, no, 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 I got this. Uh -huh. See all these green things? I'm going to just cut them off and get them falling. I'll be behind one of them, you yeah. know? You you won't know where I'm coming from. Nope. But I'll get you. Yeah, you bitch. Thunderstruck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the music man. was really good, but just all you had to do was read your damn book. Mm -hmm. You had one job. You could escape from me. Do <laughs> you think I wouldn't kill my comrades if they turned into titans? You yeah. don't have a damn clue how many comrades we've killed. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and Zeke's just like, please stay away. Oh. <laughs> just, just always get into that gritty image there where he's yeah. just like, all right, it's over. I've been waiting it's a long time to do this. 
I'm not going to be stopped yeah. by anything. Yeah, there's no armored titan that's going to jump in the way to save you now. Like no, Zeke. no. This is, this is your all alone. Yeah, you'll wish Reiner was here. Yeah. <laughs> what were you the god of again? <laughs> yeah, what were you the Oh my god. This looks exactly like the, uh, the, the Reiner situation. Oh, uh-huh. When all the Thunder Spears launch, like, right yeah. inside there. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, ah, oh, no. Yep. Maybe I shouldn't have been sent to the front lines. My Titan really isn't good for fighting. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> I I gotta say, this is the kind of stuff that I, I, I really couldn't, like, just see coming. Oh, uh-huh. Because I thought Zeke's plan, like, would here would, would <laughs> yeah. work. Basically, that the mm -hmm. Titans would just cause full chaos here, and Levi would have to, like, basically have to flee mm -hmm. and it'll be a thing of where all zeke has to do is not transform or run away with titans which to be fair i will give a little bit of a thing here zeke if you were wanting to be big brain you would have hidden no you would have had three titans each put their hands like this and, and run, run in multiple directions, directions you dingus because yeah. you basically gave Levi beacons as to like you kind of fucked where is he going? Because if 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 Zeke was a little like regular human running around, mm -hmm. all he has to do is hide in a bush and wait for Levi to just run out of gas looking for him. Sure, but no, if he had sent like that would be even more Giga Brain. He sends all three of the Titans in different directions with their hands like this. He's in none of them. He's just, <laughs> He's just hiding, <laughs> waiting for. Levi to go off and then he's just like oh, oh, oh okay oh actually I just made a monkey sound and I didn't even realize it oh, 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 okay okay and no, he's Le hyperventilating no, so Levi, much he makes Levi, a chimpanzee noise or something no, no Levi kills the ah! titans Levi kills the titans and then he just listens and then he hears this trip 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 and he's like there it is yeah 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 there it is I know the sound of piss when I hear it <laughs> yes but uh okay Oh my God! The the look mm -hmm. of Zeke when he's been just blown to pieces, blown blown apart and burned here. Yep. Look at this. Damn! Yeah. You stink and you're filthy, you ugly piece of shit. Uh huh. <sighs> but he's gonna come back from this. So that's maybe the hint mm -hmm. about what happened at the end of episode fifteen, was that if Zeke could survive this, then he could totally survive. You know what comes well. They, well, well after okay. This. Maybe not because the those thunder spears were on the sides of him. This was Inside actually him. in his gut. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't know where the explosive material is. I get the feeling it's all throughout. Well, I would think actually, if you want to make this be the the most effective, mm -hmm. it would blow off through the cap primarily. Well, actually, okay, no, no, yeah, that's a good point. It would blow off at the tip. Right, because there would be, it would probably be a two-stage thing, where there's the there's the part that's the fuel, right, to right. help them actually shoot. Right. And then there's the other part at the at the at head, the tip, the it would actually part. be the explosive part, and that's yeah. what was inside him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. All they need is the tip, guys. Just, mm -hmm. just the tip is needed. But, uh, hey, yeah. if his head does get blown off from his spine and he somehow survives, which would be kind of bullshit, because I don't think they would work that way. But I mean, Reiner but, transmitted his consciousness well, into uh, his uh, spine. That's the most bullshit he was thing in, the Titans He was in his done. Titan form at that time, and and it's the plot-armored Titan cannot be underestimated. But if his head did get blown off and he survived, which would be dumb, but if it did, then we would have another situation where Dio is, mm -hmm. you know, a disembodied head. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true, that's true. I'm just saying. Levi, like, stumbling back. 
with just the head of Zeke. Oh yeah, I would love it. Like, and it's just or like even even if it's got like the shoulders this too. Bastard and he's just he's just holding him by the hair, you know. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you're not dragging him me. by the hair. Yeah, you're not taller yeah. than me now, are you? You know. Oh my god. And then there's the thing with Shadis. Which and the Shadis is basically dealing pretty with quick, the fact but that the soldiers are like, hey, why are we being trained to kill Titans? That doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. Seems kind of obsolete now. Yep. We dealt with all the Titans. It's kind of like how, why are we being trained to kill people in the very beginning of the show? You know, it's like, this, this seems a bit, uh, a bit useless. Yeah. And Shadis' line here. Hey, Flock, looks like you finally figured it out. And, uh, yeah, he gives this thing of, unless you point guns at people, nobody cares what your little gang of asswipes says, and that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> like, you can take that to the bank! <laughs> the fact that Shadis, Drill Sergeant Shadis, calls the Jaegerus mm -hmm. your little gang of asswipes. Yep. Oh! Oh, this, this... <laughs> This felt so good. This felt so good. Oh, thank oh. you guys. One thousand guys. One thousand five gifted five subs. Gifted. Thank you. Thank you. And Valley's Dolph with the Twitch for the Twitch Prime for six months. Thank, thank you, you so much. Um, uh, uh, we actually got a couple other things that we missed there. Oh, uh, yeah. Phoenix Master with the hundred bits. Levi put the bottle of wine in the air like that. Or Vito, Levi put the bottle of wine in the air like that was going to stop them reaching it. Hashtag short struggles. Uh, oh. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Funny. Holding up the wine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh -huh. 500 bits from uh, Mom Elalnazer. Uh, really enjoyed your episode 15 discussion. I usually only watch reaction portions, but your discussion was really thought provoking, especially about keeping the children out of the forest. Keep it up. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you for you. the bits. The bits. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. But yeah. The chattis. The chattis. Yeah. Balls chattis. of steel. Oh. Uh huh. Like, clunk clunk at the bottom of his yep. legs you that's know the reason he doesn't fight in the survey core anymore there's mm -hmm. no odm gear that can lift his massive balls <laughs> i i i i really was surprised back in season three when they did the sudden shot as backstory bit oh, uh -huh. it was really good though for the themes of everything yeah but i i love that here the guy who i've just more experienced through memes really the one that tells off all the, the cadets, you know, as the drill sergeant, mm -hmm. is the one here being like, hey, Flock, you know, if you have to use violence or the threat of violence to make people follow you, mm -hmm. you've already kind of lost the argument. It's the, the Armin thing of, you know, yep. the reason why you're upset and you have to use violence to those bullies in the first episode is because you know I'm right. Right. Aaron, having to antagonize his best friends and piss them off like that with those really, really horrible things he was saying. Hmm. Hmm. It's not exactly threat of violence, but it's uh, yeah. something very well, similar. Well, it's basically because, you know, an actual gun doesn't work on Mikasa. So yeah. So it bounce off a of rock-hard abs. Yeah. And dumbass Flock can't even shoot yeah. shot at his foot. He missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like, though, the fact that Flock ignored Shadis, though, and went and spoke to the cadets. Because this right. is where I would say Flock's character's strength is, is that he understands... How to talk. Well, not just how to talk, but who to talk to. Yes. And basically saying that, hey, huh. you know, we've given up our lives, so why would we give it up for something that's not going to ultimately help us in the end? Sure. And the rough part about this is that he's right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how big their military is. The world is coming for them. 
because of what Aaron did, mm-hmm. yeah. because of what Aaron did, mm-hmm. they are coming for all of you. Right. And the best thing you can hope for is that you're probably going to get put into an internment camp. That's, that's, that's the best. That's situation. the best situation. Yeah. Yeah. So you're really screwed here. Yeah. You know what's kind of funny? If you think about it, yeah. Flock is kind of that um, reincarnation of early Jean. Early Jean. Yeah. Oh. Because okay. you remember what Marco said to him, Jean. You're not strong, and that makes you a good leader. Because you understand how the weak feel. Yeah. That, that if anything, is the big purpose that Flock probably serves in Aaron's unit, right? Mm-hmm. He's not a titan shifter. He experienced the wrath of a single titan, right? And it completely reshaped his life, right? Yeah, the warp jump is echoing what you were saying in chat there. Oh, that he was in that their position four years ago, so he knows the yeah. position that they're in. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Short of short of dying, Amiju. Yes, that's what I was meaning. Is that <laughs> I was meaning that there's no way they could win a war against the world. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. Hmm. But okay. This uh, this uh, this Shinzo Sasageo moment again being taken in yeah. this way, mm-hmm. and it just hurts because then you know. Then he basically says, well, okay, if you believe this, then beat Commander Shadis until he can't stand anymore. Mm. And the fact that I, 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 I like that they basically didn't show, didn't show it, it. Because, yeah, if it came down to it, yeah, they would eventually beat him. But I love that also before this, for a brief bit, they show the hands, I believe, of, yeah, and they're all bloody. Uh-huh. But one of them is holding his own wrist there Mm -hmm. and almost like a bit of shame. Sure. Well, it's the, you know, it's the, he probably hurt his own hand when he did it. Yeah. But it's the, is there any other pain in there too? Yeah. You know, not just physical. Yeah. Yeah. And and I love that Shadis, he sees that there, a lot of them are hesitating Mm -hmm. and he's like, huh, none of you will. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You little, little tots. Yeah. Even all of you couldn't beat me. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. What a, what a guy. Okay. You thought you weren't special. So, cool little, I would say, just kind of scene to showcase where everyone is at here. Mm-hmm. I really like this. Because now we know that all these cool people are in the same place here. Right. Look at that's the Browse's family. family and, yep. That's mm-hmm. the Browse's family right there with the with the orphans and stuff. Oh yeah. We've got Armin, we've got Connie, we've got Mikasa, which mm-hmm. means Jean is in here too. Yep. And then we could get all these people Gabby's to probably in form there their own squad and stuff. Yeah. I can't wait for them to have their own like breakout moment. Oh, like that's something I'm really looking forward to. It's curious that you think that's gonna happen. I totally know it's gonna happen. They have to. Oh, they're just they're just gonna die. No. <laughs> they get left in there when they go to Shiganshina, and then you know they're there for the whole rest of the series. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we talk about a, a, an interesting transition choice here? Oh yeah. We show Aaron just kind of sitting here by the window. Hmm. Feels very season one finale, kind of a. Situation. Oh, oh, okay. Or what were you I, I just think it was odd as to just to be like, okay, yes, we get it. He's probably moved locations to Shiganshina, mm-hmm. and he's here. Okay, but he's not with anyone, so he's not going to be speaking. So why are we showing this? Is this before or after they move to Shiganshina? I can't remember. This should be after, because Flock is already here at Shiganshina with Shadis and okay. everyone. So. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, but the very next scene after that is kind of a phased... 
phased, hazy, kind of yeah. fuzzy first-person perspective of Zeke looking up at Levi. Hey, you're finally awake. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> you're finally awake. Yeah, oh my uh, god, it's so good. But I'm 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 done with my paths thing and stuff like that. But just the idea that potentially he and Zeke have some kind of connection and stuff. Oh, I don't know. But no, he's just looking up at the sky and like, ah, we both are looking up at the same sky. Yeah, he even says, you awake? <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, this, this... <laughs> I love it. And I love how Levi is also sitting within range of the blast. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he just doesn't care. I do not care. Yeah. It's like, like I, <laughs> I just love that this is the kind of, um, uh, this is the kind of setup idea that for some reason my sadistic dumb teenager self would have come up with as uh -huh. to how to detain a titan in right. this situation without just constantly slicing off limbs until your blades get rusty right or right right but that is one of the things that i remember like you and i would like talk about is like like we they could just keep slicing off the limbs right and levi does it and levi does that in addition that. to this yeah in yeah. addition uh-huh because ah! you can never be too sure you can never be too sure Especially when you're dealing with things that have regenerative capabilities. Oh my not. god, yes. Even Cyberpunk 2077 Phoenix Master. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait. Uh, yes, yes. When, uh, uh, when uh, your, your, your plans are in ashes, Zeke, you have my permission to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, ever, we knew everyone was waiting for Levi to shove his rod into Zeke. You know. Yeah. And the choice is all up to Zeke when he blows his load. All he has to do is... Well, anyways. I, I love this, though. Hey, I don't sympathize. You toyed with the lives of my comrades. Tell me, was whimpering while covered in shit part of your master plan? Like, he is. he has had it. Oh, yeah. He has had it. Oh, yeah. He is like, I don't have any subordinates and no one above me as well. This is my call. I get to do things my way. And I, I I grew up a mean son of a bitch, so mm -hmm. I, I'm going to oh, utilize yeah. everything that I have. I got no problem doing this. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> and, like, Zeke, like, Zeke is just in hell right here. He's burned... He's mm -hmm. regenerating, he's vomiting, he's probably he's shit himself, he's impaled, he's having his limbs chopped off. Yeah. And then he asks, where, where are, are my glasses? glasses? This, this in context with episode mm -hmm. 15, just knowing that Xaver yeah. was his father, uh -huh. is basically saying that, hey, if I'm going to die, I want to have the most important thing left of him with me. I don't that's 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 good. That's mm -hmm. good. And uh yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's the end of the episode, but we get a nice little tease for the next nice one. one. Zeke. With uh Xaver and uh mm -hmm. Zeke playing catch. Yep. Uh, have you ever thought about playing baseball? I can't. I have a mission. And the episode ends. Right, we don't even yeah, that's right. We don't so even freaking get good. him. We don't even get him blowing the thunder so freaking the next good. episode so freaking good all right y'all it's time we're halfway through 
Weirdly enough, I think this one will take less. It a good will, deal less than the but previous the, one. But the, the reason why is because I think I already spent a lot of time talking about mm -hmm. this episode in the actual discussion. Well, and again, this one is... There's... There's not much theorizing to do about this episode, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> like, Man, uh, Jacob, Jacob, remember, remember, I am going to take so much liberty. Go for it. I prove, will have Liberio or whatever. Prove me with, wrong. With dumb theories and stuff. I'm just like, order some pizza or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. So, I love this first scene. Episode 15, starting off immediately with the idea of. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Immediately yep. looking out at the world. Now, why is it constantly loading here? Hold on. Let me let this play out a little bit here. Compared to the world, it's like a tiny bird cage. All right, let me let me full screen this. Here we go. Okay. So mm-hmm. Setting up a lot of things to where you can tell how Aaron came to be. Like this is the this is the three twenty point five, the uh, yeah. the Zeke route, if you will. This is the Zeke perspective, where he's the main kind of viewpoint here. Grisha is not the protagonist in this setup here, so therefore he's not going to be uh, shown, or we are going to be shown things in the uh, the Grisha is you know, you know, a good guy kind of light, right. Oh, oh man. I love that they set this up here with the, this could have been, this could have been it. Yeah. Is that you just remind him that, yes, we are not free here. And we will need to figure out a way to, you know, do something about that. But for now, or, we have each other. Or, or just learn to live with it. Yeah. Because yeah. we do have each other. Mm hmm But no. But no, that's that, not enough. That would have been easy. There'd be no story if you did it that way. Yeah. And since we can't lit, since we can't leave, we have to live here till we die. But then he asks, you know, Zeke, would you like to leave? Mm -hmm. And I love this. I love this. He looks towards his father. He looks towards his father. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like it's the little things in Attack on Titan that make oh, it yeah. probably one of my favorite favorite anime. I wholeheartedly agree. And this is one of those things where, why would you, as a father, ask your son this? Do you actually want the answer here? Because you already made up your mind that you would like to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's one of those questions that feels like the son's asking him, like, do you want me to leave you? Yeah, it's... Because, you know, it's implied in this here, right? It's like, would you like to leave? It's not a, Zeke, we're going to leave at some point. It's not a, Zeke, we'll leave. Zeke, oh, uh -huh. I'll get us out of here. Yeah. It's a Zeke, would you wouldn't you like to leave? Right. And the problem, It's a convincing style question. Yeah. And in the the one of the one of the things that's so um, mm. nasty about this is that Grisha while he wants to do it for the sake of his people, mm -hmm. a very large portion of it is for the sake of himself. Yep. Right? Now, it is also for the sake of his son. And that's why it gets complicated, because if it was simply for himself, right. he probably wouldn't have had as much of a problem with it, or as, at least I, I hope he wouldn't have, right? But it's the fact that he can he can deceive himself into thinking, no, 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 this is for Zeke, when it's really not, right? It's the, 
it's the parent that wants their 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 child to be like you know financially successful for instance right and it's like oh this is for you and it's like well yes but is maybe also part of it for you yeah. you know because you want to be able to brag about your kid or you want to be able to you know have someone that will potentially take care of you when you're later in your years right you know yep. things where it's the you're you're not truly an objective third party yeah. right can can i also get into a couple of the verbiage things here with this that i feel like uh -huh. are really like subtle and like potentially yeah. a problem here and again this is translated from japanese so i, I know that there can be things right. lost in translation but get about this here is that he's like wouldn't you like to leave Oh, yeah, That's it's a, a rhetorical question. It's a rhetorical question by saying, would you not like to leave? Yeah, and and the thing is, right, right, exactly. Because if you have someone, let's say someone who, or, or even Grisha, but but even oh. more so if it was someone else. Let's say someone comes up to Grisha and is like, hey, or, or to Zeke and is like, hey, do you want to... like five here or like yeah, seven yeah, exactly. or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, he was, Um, I, I believe they... It, uh, well, he's definitely older when he's training. Right, but I, I but think... But look at him here. He's I think a baby. In, he's a little like... He's a little like first grader or something. Well, and I think in um, in the the three twenty, they might have actually said that he was like seven when he betrayed his parents. Well, we know how old he can't be, based uh, right. on the difference between him and Aaron's age. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at but, the very least, I would say here that he's he looks young enough to be like six or seven. Right. But the honest question of, do you want to leave this place? There's no wrong answer. That would that would be a very well liberating question it would be right, right? because yeah. then it's the you have the option the world yeah. is your oyster you can do whatever you want with it you if you if you choose you that you want to stay here that's okay yeah that's okay and you know what we'd be happy to have you as our son and to bear with this and as, to live as in a bird cage and bear and, the burden of this lack of freedom that this, yeah. this slavery that we're in because you're our son and the and, and the pain of trying to change things is is not, not worth losing you. Is not worth losing you, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. They, but but he's making the choice essentially for him. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we get the world suddenly showing up, just like, oh, what's this? We are oh, the only get visitors. Friendly NPC that comes and talks to you. And it's like, oh, this is great. Oh wait. I love how like for a while there's a very clear, like, oh, they're a little bit worried. Mm-hmm. Zeke's a little bit worried. But the guy hasn't clued in yet. He has no idea right. that they're Eldians. At this he's point. he's in he's in like uh, auto mode, autopilot. But you know, I, I gotta say, there's a thing I've just noticed in anime, and they do this a lot. But these eyes, uh huh, these are like the berserk eyes. Yep. There's a there's a thing that I've seen in like just a lot of anime where the characters start to have that like glazed over, like wide eyed, just dead stare. Anytime you can see, anytime you can see all the way around the. Uh... The, the iris oh oh it looks unnatural it does look unnatural it looks unnatural yeah. yeah it looks it looks just a bit too oh yeah too intense you know yeah because normally and and when you're Ugh. drawing when like when you're learning to draw you might be practicing drawing faces and stuff you might think that this is how people look but it's not they look like this tops are cut off right by the eyelids yeah. but no when you're like this there's suddenly it takes a kill this is this ain't berserk <laughs> still it takes uh, on a whole different meaning yeah, like it feels it feels very kind of um, uh, King George and Hamilton with the n like not blinking. Yeah, you know. You're my favorite object. You know. <laughs> yeah, and Zeke doesn't understand this. Well, uh, 
Like, well, maybe a little bit. But I think he does a little bit because he could tell that his parents were scared, so he was scared. Yes, right. And before, that's, before and, this right, happened. Right, but that's basically, that's basically the, 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 that, those are his walls, right? Yeah. Suddenly, dad starts clutching me tighter, and I can tell he's scared, so I should be scared too. And that's about it. I don't and know then, why I'm wet. I don't know why this person hates me and all that and stuff. And here's where he got the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here you are pumping out kids. Childhood trauma can start very early, people. Well, not only, yeah, the childhood trauma, but this is where the this is where the euthanization idea came right. up. Yeah. This is where he came up mm-hmm. with it. Yep. Not that, not that he was literally thinking about that, but when he probably thought back as a teen, it was a moment like this that he, he remembered, remembered those words. And he remembered, here you mm-hmm. are pumping out kids, and he's yeah. like, oh, that's it. Uh-huh. That's yep. that's the answer. We should just stop doing that. That that'll solve that'll solve all this pain and hardship. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, that's that's some. Yeah, yeah. And see, you can tell that at this point, the only thing that's not really innocent about what Grisha has done here is that he asked the rhetorical question to his son. Mm. But in this respect, I wouldn't blame Grisha or um, uh, shoot, what's Dina? her name? Dina, thank you, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah, like for this, like it's it's this a, is the world coming at them. Like it's, right, it's really hard to shield your son entirely from this kind of stuff. And that's why in three twenty it was a lot. Um, not not um, not that it was more understandable because it's still understandable of how Grisha got to this point and, and got twisted in this way. Mm-hmm. But it it seemed a lot less harmful potentially, right? Where it's yeah. like the oh yeah you you you, you I mean. Mm-hmm. You didn't see this coming, and and maybe it would have been kind of hard to see this coming, right? Very makes a lot of sense, and yeah, the, with with what's happened so far, yeah, he's he's an impassioned guy. It makes sense that that would rub off on his kid a little bit, right? Yeah, but but this was the there second. was staying power to it. Yeah, and that's this is why this is the second part where Grisha screws up, but it's more overt this time. Mm-hmm. Remember this well, Zeke. Right. Why? Hmm. Why, Grisha? Yeah. Why would you want him to remember this? This is something where you're like, if anything, the reason you're cradling Be traumatized his... by this, Zeke. Yeah, the reason why you're cradling his head here, Grisha, is because you're trying to protect him. So you're basically like, let this define you. It feels mm. in a twisted way, yes, give in to your anger. Right. Like, it's basically... Let the hate flow well, through you. Let the fear it's, enter. It's just like it's the kind no, of thing where no. I would not be surprised at all if Zeke were, were to be like, "Daddy, you're you're holding me too tight. You know, you're or hurting me. You like, know, something like that." Like, okay, I'll remember this, Dad. Sure, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try, but uh-huh. I, I didn't like it. Why? Why are you making me want to remember that? Like, I didn't yep. like that. They were mean, you know. Mm-hmm. God. If you don't like it, you've got to change it. This is another thing that I feel like is a is a fun twist on something that's really um, oh yeah uh, a really good okay. Uh, let me let me talk a little bit mm. regarding the idea of environment versus your willpower. Your willpower, yes. Mm. When you're in an environment that is hostile, yeah, you are getting basically feedback from your environment mm-hmm. that shows that you're not safe here in your environment. Yes, so. Naturally, as a human beings, we have two responses, fight or flight. Mm-hmm. In Attack on Titan, one of the emphases that is brought about, basically, is you have to fight if you want to change it. Right. So, Grisha is literally giving the Aaron kind of mantra here of, if you don't like it, you've got to change it. You have to mm-hmm. fight back. Yeah. But what he's also saying here, 
is he's saying, if you don't like it, you've got to change it. Mm-hmm. He is not saying, I'm going to fight with you. I right. am not going to protect yep. you. I am mm-hmm. not going to fight for you. I'm and not going to equip you until you're ready to fight. Right. It's, it, it is an entirely selfish, singular soul. I am the only person in my environment. You're alone, Zeke. Yeah, exactly. You're alone. Yeah. You're alone. And and the thing is, is that we can see where this comes from, right? Because this is this yeah. is Grisha's tra- childhood trauma. It's the it fact is. that it it's is. the fact that his his sister, his sister was yep. eaten alive by by dogs, and people watched it. And in people fact, watched they probably it. Probably encouraged their in, dogs to do it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And he couldn't do a thing about it. And oh, by the way, it was a result of something innocent that he did. That he did. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um. Grisha. Yeah. It makes sense that you would have things that are not resolved within yourself and everything, right? Mm-hmm. That this would still be something that you would need to work yeah. through and whatnot. But you are exposing Zeke to that, even if he doesn't actually know yet what happened to Auntie Faye. Yeah. The, it is okay to basically let your environment beat you in a lot of ways and say, sure. I have to basically take a step back. I have to run away. Well, it's the whole Annie line of mm-hmm. the people who get swept along with the flow are people too, right? And what he's kind of saying to his son here yes, is that yes, you're King. not a person if you don't do this. You're not my son if you don't do this. So mm-hmm. really, not only are you in a bird cage, but I'm putting you then in a smaller bird cage that I carry around within this bird cage. Because yes. like, like when you're a kid, exactly. like if you've ever had this where you like go back to a, to a home that you lived in at one point, right? When you're much older and you're like, wow, this is so much smaller than I remember, <sighs> right? Yeah. Zeke's world is very small right now. Very or small. rather, the world is very big mm-hmm. because he is small, right? He doesn't, even if, even if he's in this cage, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't realize, like not really, not really. He's too young for that. Yeah. But you know what? You uh you you made him feel the same things that you feel because you put him in a cage the same way that you feel put in a cage. Yeah, yeah I mean, you are put in a cage, right? But yeah. And then uh hey Zeke, you're going to save everyone. The the leap in okay, because of all this, I'm going to push your belief point that you need to change something here. But then also no, now, Zeke, you are going to save everyone. So the decision's already been made. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff that happened before this, rhetorical. And you know what? Not actually your choice. If Zeke had actually been given the true option of choosing it... He might have done it. He might have done it. He might have done it. And I'll bet he would have kicked ass. I think he would have been in- I think fantastic. It been, I think it would have been that. incredible. Yeah. Because he would have had all kinds of things motivating him, right? He would have had the carrot and the stick. He would have had his parents with him supporting him and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he also, he would still see how this affects his parents. Yeah. He still sees that it's something that they don't like and that he also doesn't like, both totally. by proxy and for himself personally. Yep. So yeah, of course, mm-hmm. he would get it, give it everything he has, right? right? And maybe he still wouldn't have, you know, the, maybe, maybe he'd still have trouble running and, and things like that. But I will tell you, you, the fact that they used running as a specific example, yes, it's simpler than actual combat and things, right. right? But running is something, especially when you're carrying gear and stuff, that is boils down to determination and willpower because it's a test of endurance, not speed, right? Mm-hmm. He's lagging behind not because he's not running as fast as them, yes, but that's a result of the fact that he's been running for a long time yeah. and mentally he's not in the game, yep. right? So in this situation, 
yeah, the reason he's not doing well is partly physical, but it's also because emotionally he's not doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved this bit, though, with... Uh, oh, God. Zaber. Uh, Zaber, but also the... Um, the guy that's uh which i'm not sure if that's supposed to be mcgath that's totally like, mcgath yeah yeah i feel that's like that's totally McGath. mcgath yeah like he's got the shottest eyes you know right and and later in in or in present day before the whole thing with willie he yeah. was the one who oversaw the the, the right wits, so. right right he he oversaw the wits mm-hmm. and this is just a a younger younger you know version of him right but it kind of fits the age range i would say for yeah it's probably like 15 years ago or something somewhere around there well, or, or no, no, no 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 we know no, how no, much it's, time it no is. it's much longer ago because yeah. aaron hasn't been born yet yeah aaron no. has not been born yet it's right. closer to like 21 years ago yeah yeah maybe yeah low 20s to mid 20s maybe. i would say i would say low 20s yeah mm-hmm. because zeke is 29 right now oh that's right yeah yeah yeah, so, and and I think they said in 320 that he betrayed his parents when he was seven. Mm, okay. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, so this is around 22 years ago, basically, or 23 even. But that's actually crazy. The idea that Zeke is that young and they're already mm-hmm. pushing him to be a, a child soldier. Again, emphasizing the child soldier thing. This is what they do. But Xaver is my, my I, I have never been so happy to get introduced to this new character and have them be a wholesome, just, just yeah. broken, just, just. Uh, it feels just, very um, just, just guy, like, just a guy. Not, not to make the comparison because I, I, I definitely prefer the way it's done in Attack on Titan here, right? Okay. But it feels very similar in style to um, the first Captain America movie with the, uh, mm-hmm. with the scientist that you know, takes oh. takes Steve under his wing, yeah, you know, uh-huh. and then gets him the serum to get him all juiced up and everything. Yeah, this is done way better. Yeah, yeah, it, it, for sure. Way better. Right. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, but, um, another little thing here, social dance club, we see basically the setup for why Zeke is so connected to his grandma and grandpa. Sure. Yeah. Cause they were the, they were more, the more, more parents than his own parents before. And even then still only his grandparents. So Xavier was his real dad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like this is, this is just the thing where we are as the audience being treated, I would say with a mm -hmm. bit of respect here Yep. where this is totally a thing where it's like, yep, we know exactly that this is not a social dance club. Right. They are going to talk about the Eldian restoration kind of mm-hmm. movement and stuff like that, and, and they don't bring their son into it because right. all that is done behind his back. That is right. not done with him involved at all. Quite frankly, this is one of the biggest ways that they can show how that that it is shown how selfish they are, because if Zeke was really their best bet, right? Mm-hmm. Royal blood, becoming a, a warrior. Yep. Get the Founding Titan, there you go, right? Yeah. Um, even from the abysmally cold angle, mm-hmm. you're not properly protecting your key investment. Mm-hmm. They are ignoring their child, even though they're not treating him as a child, they would surely be able to tell that they can make him do better if they give him attention. Yeah, totally. Even if it, they aren't giving him affection or even right. feigning affection, right? Yeah. But if they just give him the full focus, they can ask him about, all right, what do you need to better succeed? What works for you? Things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And that would be a very different kind of weird thing of like sort of child actor, parent manager kind of situation, right? But no, they're straight up neglecting him. Like... And yeah, I mean, he's still getting fed and things like that, but 
do you really think by comparison that whatever you do with your restorationist stuff will actually help there? And in no. fact, don't you think that it might actually bring potential like undue uh, scrutiny on yeah. Zeke, which would be bad for his warrior thing? Like this is in a lot of ways to make themselves feel better because they still want to feel powerful within this cage that they're in. Yeah. Now, this is the part that hurts here. Mm -hmm. Is I'll bet you at the very least Zeke I know, I think now I know what you're say. actually does kind of get it. Oh, okay, sure. That's the really screwed up thing. Well, and here's another... And yet he still probably hates his dad for it. Yep, well, he doesn't consider him his dad. Nope. That, that father, that man, oh. That father, yeah. I'll bet that... <laughs> Grisha, if you're going to give him the responsibility of saying that you have to do all of this, mm -hmm. right, and we're not giving you the choice in the matter, we're deciding for you, then why not give him the responsibility? Right. Like, yeah. why not actually treat him seriously? You could say that. Imagine if Grisha said, "Hey, son, I know this is hard. You and I are going to be a part of this big yeah, secret mission. But, 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 but this is going to be our secret. You right? and me. Yeah. You and me. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah, do yeah. this. Right. Yeah. And this oh is gonna be great. Oh my God. Can you imagine? That'd being still be seven, twisted. Can, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That, but can you imagine the difference if you're seven or whatever, mm -hmm. and your dad comes to you and is like, "Son." I'm a part of a top secret organization. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're going to start a revolution. And there's but something that only you can do to help out. You're going to be a big part of this. Yep. But it's going to take some time. And it's going to take now, some sacrifices. Yeah, I know yeah. it will be it's hard. It's still and you screwed won't up. Understand. Oh, it's, it's still, still screwed, screwed up. up. But the son, son, fa the father son dynamic would have been a lot better. Right. It's at least acknowledging that there is an emotional component of this. You know, yeah. little little meat sack that you've brought into the world. And this is the part that is also really just lack of foresight, I would say, on the oh, uh, uh -huh. the uh, the Jaeger side of things. The 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 uh, Dinah and your Grisha. grandparents have a different perspective on this. They have a different perspective, and they're going to make this also harder by basically throwing an alternate look at this. So maybe we shouldn't bring you or shouldn't send you to them and whatnot, because yeah. that'll just yeah. make things complicated. It just okay. makes things a little bit trickier. We in can't. General. All right. But we're not going to, okay, maybe it'd be weird if we took you to the actual, like, meetings and stuff, but, yeah. Ugh. God, you can just tell that Zeke is just getting, like, torn up inside having to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of bits that we missed here. Let me do oh, these yeah. again here. Um. Grisha's VA killed it this episode. The yes, way Zeke was treated by Grisha was already heartbreaking in the manga, but hearing Grisha acting it out in the anime made it so much more intense and real. Uh, one of the best episodes of the show by far. Yeah, I, I agree. Yep. Thank I you, agree. DCN. Um, Ismo with the 100 bits. Asking Zeke to join a revolutionary movement, then, re revolutionary movement then is like asking a kid if they want to be an astronaut. Most little kids will say yes to being an astronaut, but they can't have an informed sense of the risk involved, even if they actually wanted it. Zeke clearly does not want it. Right, and that's yeah. and and in that sort of situation, the best thing that the parent could do would be to say, "There's a lot of this that you don't understand. I'm going to try and take care of that as much as I can for you, so you don't have to deal with it, and then you can do the fun things of being an astronaut if that is actually what you wanted." Which yeah. Zeke didn't want that, but nope, nope, yeah. not even uh, that. Dekibara with the 100 bits. A uh, huge paths moment for Caleb. Xaver actually is the guy Grisha bumped with at the beginning of his flashback. In the credits of that episode, the voice actor is credited with Xaver, and it's the same voice actor as in this episode. Paz, wow. man, Paz. I didn't know that. Whoa. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That is so cool. 
Oh, huh. that's really cool. Phoenix Master with the 100 bits. The scene in the book that Grisha shows Zeke was also in the season 2 ED. When that season came out, this episode's chapter wasn't even out. Mad lad Isayama foreshadowing and spoiling even us manga readers. <laughs> wow, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's right. Super Train Station with the 100 bits. The battles mentioned in the history book here were back in season two closing. Manga readers only got the actual lore about a year and change ago. Yep. Pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. And so if you were wondering why I was also so confused by the season two ED, mm-hmm. that, that's that, why. That's that's one of the reasons why. It's like, what? Sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love this bit where they kind of go, oh, he wants to be a warrior? Okay, that's good. We've done our job. Now we'll move on to bedtime. And then right when uh, mm-hmm. his grandma says, next time you're here, I'll read you the cat house book. Look at the way he just kind uh-huh. of pipes up. Oh, something normal and fun. And he smiles. Yep. You actually care about what I might enjoy? Oh, wow. That's great. I've never had someone do that before. Yeah, that, that just hurts, man. Just the idea that he's just like, hey, I can be a normal kid. Mm-hmm. I don't have to... I had to get like I almost got the vibe there. Indeed on weird history stuff. That they were realizing that he wasn't really he wasn't getting really it. he wasn't really getting it. He wasn't really taking it in. It was a bit much for him. Yeah. And they stopped. Yeah. That's what a also, novel concept. It's also a very, very good point. Yeah. And then God, why is it that just visual storytelling is so powerful here? <sighs> this part made me want to cry. What? The the <laughs> <laughs> well, what hey, about this would, would possibly make you want to cry? They're in Liberio right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is literally in Liberio. These are these are other Eldians in the internal zones. Yeah. Right here. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with the exact same stuff that 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 the Jaegers are. But they're carving out their little slice of happiness. But they're doing what they can here, and it's just mm-hmm. like <sighs> Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I love it. I love it. It's. Oh, it's just, physical contact, smiles, positive affection, just yeah. playing with a ball. Yeah. And then this one is almost like. This is like classic, like bad, like sitcom drama here. Of like, yeah, this is this is the double tap. Yeah, this is the double tap. Yeah. I finished early today. Let's. Oh, yeah. good. You could practice more. It's like, are you even interested in what I was going to say? Just. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. hurts man it hurts and then oh here's what the actual history is there's no truth to that at all just right. just the, believe what i want you to believe and repeat what i say yeah you say you know what's really screwed up about this mm-hmm. is that this is the exact same logic that the warriors are going through to become warriors yes it's just different yeah. content no yeah it's 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 straight up the the whole like, the whole, um, you know, he's too dangerous ah, to be left alive, Anakin. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. so bad. Uh huh. Ah, yep. Like, yep. There are times where I have to imagine. In every age I, and every place. Yeah, yeah. I have to imagine 
that one of the things that people go through when they're scared for their kids specifically oh, uh -huh. is that they have so much care for their child, right? And yet they're so terrified that they abandon all higher forms of thinking, like all of them. Okay. And it becomes very survival-based. Like almost animalistic. Very much so. Mm -hmm. So when Grisha is screaming and like freaking out later in the episode, that's that almost monkey brain, if you will, sure. that he's basically like just tapping into there. Yeah. Because I have seen some of the dumbest, the dumbest acts that people have basically done because they believed that their kids were in danger or something. Sure. It's it goes from the <laughs> from the from the because I've worked in customer service. Oh, uh -huh. it goes from the person screaming at the retail employee because they believed that that person like wouldn't help their kid with like right something. Why do you give him a double scoop waffle cone? Oh my god! Can you, know? you tell that story so, real quick? So this this wasn't oh even me that it happened to. It happened. This to, is like it happened to one of our stupidity. other brothers, right? Oh my god! And and I, I I swear this lady was just actually crazy, and and she was known among the locals in this tiny little town for being a bit psycho. So these two kids. She's she's there with her two kids. At the oldest, the oldest might have been like six. Yeah, five or six. Like five or six, right? Five or six, yeah. Um, and she sends them to get ice cream while she talks with someone that's at the shop. You know, yeah, you're you know, four and six year old, and they're ju they're just like in their in their shorts, not even wearing shirts or anything, you know. And they're and little kids. Yeah, and they walk up and they hold up a twenty dollar bill, <laughs> and they're like, "We want, we you know." We we want well, that cone. We want that one or like, something. Like, you know? like chocolate. And we're just like, like oh, this is and, so and like sweet. And like bubble you know? gum, you know. And it's right. like, and it's like we want that big cone there, you know. I'm like, okay, or, or no, no, no. So my brother's like, okay, and uh, and and two scoops. And he's like, two scoops. He's like, do you want that kid sized? No, big size. Okay. Do you want that actually two scoops, or do you want it like one scoop split into two flavors? Because we can do that. Right, right. No, no, two scoops. Big they one. want like they want to OD and, on and, sugar, and, basically. And the the scoops at this point are like, big, and he's like They're looking like, around, you know, like, "Where's their parent? Where's here? their parent? No, nowhere in sight. Nowhere right? in sight. Yeah." So it's like okay, you know they they have the twenty, right? You know they have the money. Their the parent is okay with whatever they do. Then yeah, yeah, the parent clearly trusts them. Yeah, you know? yeah. A couple minutes later. Parent comes screaming, screaming, actually screaming back. Screaming, and the children have just just bright blue <laughs> all have, over their mouths and chest. Painted themselves with right? ice cream. <laughs> and and she's like, I was "What were you thinking?" I was on break when this happened, so I I, oh, okay. I saw the yeah, behind yeah. the. I but, saw from behind. But she's yeah. like, "What were you thinking? Why would you Why would you do this? You know?" And it's like, they they said that you know. That's that. That's what they wanted, and everything. It's like, why? Why would you let them do that? They had the money, you know. You're, you're responsible. You're responsible for my kids. And 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 the and, as if that wasn't bad enough, I shit you not. At this job where you, when you're working customer service, you don't remember customers. You deal no. with hundreds and hundreds of people a day. Hundreds, yeah. She says, "If my kids ever come in again, oh yeah, don't let them do that." <laughs> and she didn't say it with a calm. No, it was like Voice. a threat. It was like a threat, yeah. right? It's like you psycho bitch. Like yeah, what? Yeah. Like you you won your <sighs> It's just this kind of stuff basically is where in her mind her mm -hmm. kids were in danger. 
Yes, because there's some uh-huh. reason as to why that was the case. But yeah, and no amount of saying no. They we we clarified. They specifically said to does, do this. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's just that, that. that's just that point where mm-hmm. people, I think, when their kids are involved. Mm-hmm. And they believe that there is a state of fear, panic, or danger there. Lose all semblance of sanity, pun intended, and just completely go into like, well, I can't understand higher forms of logic <laughs> concepts. Me destroy anyone that comes within five feet of my children. Drifus Frost, great comment. Next time, give them a bucket of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like with a sundae with lots of like sticky sauce and everything. Yeah. <laughs> the manager isn't good enough. Give me the inventor <laughs> of ice cream. Uh, oh boy. But but what I what I think is really just just screwed up here is that then the parent in this case uses the same tactics of the military brainwashing committee. Maybe that's a good clue that your parenting philosophy sucks ass. Kind of sucks ass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Zeke's the outcast here, right? And here in my paranoid brain, because I'm already starting to parent this boy Zeke here, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, Xavier is going to manipulate him. Right. Like, and he had every thought, opportunity right? to do so. Yeah. Every opportunity. Yeah. In fact, in, I said this in the discussion. The most he manipulated him was to tell him to turn his parents in. Right. Yeah. That's it. That, that That's it. And again, it was solely for his own protection. Solely to save Zeke. Yeah. Right. Like, like the, if Grisha had wanted... To get his son to do what he wanted, he just he just had to do this. But he didn't. Like, like Zeke was literally telling him, Dad, this is the way that you can get me to do what you want. Mm-hmm. Didn't listen to him. No. Didn't even let him speak, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love how much he very immediately, like, kind of does all the things to treat him like an equal. Mm-hmm. So he grabs the ball... He chucks it in a very almost shot put, like uh-huh. not how you throw a baseball kind of way. Right. And he's immediately got a good arm for him. a kid. Yeah. Aff- affirmation. Uh huh. There yep. we go. Also, one of the things that I love is yep. that he he throws the ball back to him, and he doesn't have a glove. Yep. Right. Yep. When then, you're a little kid catching a catching a hard baseball with your bare hands, that can sting a bit. Yeah, it's actually. You know? like, it's actually pretty tough. Like so that's it's like, here. He catches it. He's like, oh, nice catch. Yeah. He's he's acknowledging he's like expecting him to he's like yeah you know i i I'm, you're tough yeah you got this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know there you go mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then and then i love the idea that he's like hey you know i'm lonely <laughs> basically i've been throwing it off the wall here right little thing here that i don't know if i mentioned it in the discussion oh, but do you uh-huh. want to do you want to go into a little bit of a funny little motif thing here the the whole the whole um great escape cooler king Throwing ball this, off the this wall. This is just a thing that they do a lot in those movies where the character is in prison and they're throwing the ball against the wall. Here. Right, right. This guy has been in prison for a while. And a very particular kind a of Very prison. particular kind of a Prison made by his family, prison. actually. Maybe you can relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also. And, uh, yeah. I have been through. I am sick of being stuck here and not being free. Mm-hmm. Would you mind, like, kind of joining me in a yep. bit of my despair and my, my kind of my, my prison here? Right. Not trying to bring him down as a kid, but basically saying, would you mind helping me? So he's kind of saying, like, you know, I need you. 
this is one of those things that I feel like parents don't tell their kids enough because mm -hmm. it feels like you're putting a burden on them, but they put weird other burdens on their kids with no issue. Uh huh. But telling your kid like, hey, I really need your help with this. Your kid, I will just tell you as an older brother. They might be confused at first of like, wait, you big person need me? Right, you big know? person need little one's help. This does not make sense. You are big monkey. Why do, right. you, why you, do you need help? You're a grown up. You have everything right. figured you're out. You're 19 years old. You are actually You are basically like, immortal. You, you, know? <laughs> you are a god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is really funny how when I would babysit my brothers and sister and stuff, mm -hmm. there was this idea that like, oh, whoa. You're much older, but it's like, no, no, no. Remember, we're all the kids here. Right. So none of us are we all grew crazy up together. older or whatever. But, but when there would be like the the teenager mm -hmm. that would come in to babysit. You yeah, know, yeah. And it's like, and they, they could get us to clean our rooms so fast just being like, all right, how fast do you think you can how clean fast your do you rooms? Think you can do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's like you think Whoa. you can do it in 10 minutes? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think I can. Yeah. What about five? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It's, it's, it's so sweet because then. Zeke already feels like this guy's actually treating him like a person, yep. not just some tool. And you know what's one of the things that's wonderful about this is that, because um, Jenna, you mentioned, and you made a great point, that Grisha also had really bad experience with his parents, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what's, so, that's what's so insidious about it, is that it's a cycle, right? Yep. That's the thing that makes it so that the justice button gets pushed so much because you would hope that Grisha would know not to do the things that his parents did to him, right? Yeah. Because it happened to him. He once was Zeke, right? Mm -hmm. But I guess he didn't learn. Yeah. Yeah. In Xavier's situation, now granted, this didn't happen when he was a child. You know, it happened when he was a grown man. Still destroyed him, but you know, he was a grown man at that time, so he was able to handle it probably a lot better, even if he was like, okay, I'm on a path to suicide now. Yeah. Um, but they both, both dads right. were in prisons of their own kind. Yeah. Right? Made and made by their environment, their family, and then also perpetuated by them. Right. Uh, more affirmation from Xaver, mm -hmm. basically telling him his name, asking for Zeke's name. Yep. And uh, this relationship starts to build. Yeah. And then uh, Zeke learns about them uh, planning and plotting really behind his back with all mm -hmm. of this and that they're going to kind of push for him to get... Uh, you know, a warrior kind of position here. and But Grisha's oh no, I guess out. I'm a failure in their eyes. And yep, and then they give this look here, and every kid that's ever felt like they were a disappointment to their parents has seen this look, has felt this. Yeah. This is probably the thing about why a lot of anime end up being about, like, kids, oh, just uh -huh. in general, is that there's all these little relatable kind of almost easy kind of situations you can put them into that sure. everyone then goes, I yeah. was once a kid, I right. remember Even that. Even someone who later in the episode talks about a euthanization plan. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But uh, that was cool also that they mentioned Grice just to just to bring yep. things back up. And he looks so much like Falco. And, uh, and um, Colt. Colt, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And Zeke's the one apologizing. And he says, he says, I'm sorry. And Grisha does not say, it's okay. I know you're trying your best or anything like that. It's, you can do it. You're my son. Uh -huh. There is yeah. something that is, that is absolutely damning mm -hmm. about um, particular kinds of positive affirmation. Yes. Positive affirmation that is, um, uh, that is conditional. Yes. Not conditional in the sense of, 
future conditions, but past conditions. Past conditions. Assumptions, yeah. basically. Because th there was something that, that I learned in a logic class I took, where if you have an if-then, mm -hmm. if, if you say not the result does, or uh, not the result does not mean not the, um, not the, the if, right? It's like trying to reverse things, it, it gets, gets a bit complicated. But if you say, okay, if this has to lead to this, yeah, and this thing doesn't happen, mm -hmm. then that means the first thing must not have happened. Right. Right? So, so if, oh, you have to succeed, Zeke, you're, because you're my son. Right. So if you don't, the 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 logic of that that even if he couldn't articulate it, he understands it even yeah. at this age, is that if you don't succeed, you are not my son. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to. That's listen. a hell of a thing to tell the. I want to listen to this bit. Again tell to anybody because really, this is the but... part where Zeke's uh, listening to his dad screaming and stuff with the music and everything. And then we cut the music away, and we have the baseball going into the mitt. Uh -huh. And it's a great throw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that bit. Mm -hmm. That bit kills me, man. Oh. Now, Zeke's lamenting about the idea that he's not going to be a warrior. But then Xavier's like, that doesn't even seem like you ever really wanted to be one. Yeah. And... God, I, I love this where he's all like, "Oh well, it's no big deal." Yeah, what? Yeah. You, no, you didn't even want to, to and it's warrior. like, "What? Well, it's stupid for you to be a warrior." Mm -hmm. And then he gets introduced to another ideology, basically within this whole thing, mm -hmm. the idea that like, oh, not only did his parents have the well, Marley is wrong, mm -hmm. but you do need to be a warrior. This is the Marley's wrong. But being a warrior is the worst. Like, you would not want to actually be a warrior. Yeah. And then we have the grandma and grandpa's one of, this is the history and stuff there with regards mm -hmm. to this. And then also the military's just general, like, yep. like we need only the most loyal and, you know, um, most devoted to Marley, you know. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And so Zeke gets a little bit terrified here, just the idea that, like, oh, someone could be someone listening. Someone could have heard that. I know how or, this works. Yeah. And then he's, and he's asking, or right, then Zeke asks him questions of, right. well, why be a warrior? Yeah, yeah. And Xavier starts to drop big, big stuff. Oh, that, that's right. That's right. There's nothing to theorize about this episode. I, I totally Jacob forgot says. about this line. Did you forget about this line? Did you forget about this line? No, there's nothing Behold. to theorize from this line, is there? Okay, you know what? What in the actual fuck does okay. this mean? Hold on just a second, Caleb. Talk with chat. I'm going to go get pizza that I believe is at the door. Oh, okay. And then I can just enjoy it while you go off. Okay, well, uh, Zaldrix, I, I believe you're you're in here to mod protect me, right? Uh, yes, yes. You need to protect me here. I'm about to pop off. I'm about to pop off. What happened to the deal with the devil of all earth, right? Let me pull my freaking microphone into frame here. Y'all, y'all about to see this guy just kind of pop off here. What happened to the devil of all earth thing? What do you mean touched something? What do you mean touched something? 
Just like, oh, oh, there's a thing, there's a thing that's, you know, that we, we know based on some kind of studying of the idea of, oh, if we go along the lines of the memories of back then. What are you doing? I thought you were going to go eat it somewhere else. No, no, no. Are you going to mukbang on stream? Absolutely. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Disgusting? See, it'll just make my enjoyment of... Dude, 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 can you please not, like... Really? Can you, can you just, like, eat it, like, like, go... That's not gonna be a fast eat, dude, and if you do eat fast, you're gonna have a... Like, all this noise and stuff. Continue. No, no, oh, I can't do it. I'm can't gonna, do it? I'm gonna be distracted by your, your noises <laughs> and shit. I'll just, I'll just be going all tighten on this pizza, you know? <sighs> You're even already chewing with your mouth open. God damn it. You know how, guys, when you're like family, mm. there's like those little things that just annoy the shit out of oh, you yeah. with your yeah. siblings and stuff? Jacob's and mine, I think both like mutually is just the way each other eats. <laughs> and we both share this, I think, about each other. Oh, ASMR? Oh, this God. is not some I ASMR think, stuff. I don't think anyone wants that. Uh, okay. But guys, what do you mean touch something? <laughs> Actually triggered right now. This is hilarious. So, <laughs> oh, oh man. Everything started when the founder of your mirror touched something. Mm -hmm. So that's a translation for, you're eating your pizza. This is my time now. You're bringing this in there. You have your pizza, I have my discussions now. Okay, something. All right, devil of all earth. So, are we to assume then that this devil of all earth is an actual thing? Like an actual, like quantifiable thing that based on their Titan research, that they over the course of many, many years, at the very least a uh, hundred years, uh, ended up going and looking into, well, just what it must have been. And they basically have come to the conclusion that it was based on touch. Which, how can you know that? How can you know that? There is, there is no way you could know that. I loved when it was this esoteric, like, spiritual devil of all earth, where it's just like, yes, religious texts and things where it, there's literally no way that it could be a literal translation for that. And then they're like, well, from the scientific perspective, something came from something. This is logical. You know, we have Big Bang, Kaboom, Universe. Just to assume, at the very least, that the founder Ymir, which would essentially be the, the one that would, would carry all the Titans in herself and then, you know, goes out to the, the Nine, you know, basically, touched something... We're getting some Ava shit. We're getting some <laughs> Ava shit here. We're getting some like Lilith at the basement, you know, kind of mm. weird shit here, y'all. This is coming from someone that recently has been looking back at like End of Evangelion stuff. So my brain is all fired up with like weird ideas. So yeah, yeah. This line kind of made me go, how do you know that? Why are you even saying that? Why is Isayama giving us this? What does that even mean? 
And he's what like, does well, it mean? well, he's like, but I wanted to know the, the truth of it all enough Naturally. to shorten my life to look through Titan memories. Because that so, is what happens when you turn into a Titan. Yes. Yes. But you can just do that by being a Titan shifter? I mean, theoretically, like. So, 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 so. Not perfectly, of course, you know. So, Mr. Manga Reader who knows more things. The fact that he was under the assumption before becoming a Titan that this was possible means that people who aren't Titans have regularly just talks about this kind of stuff. Just like, oh yeah, these are the kinds of things we can logically deduce based on um, stuff that we've done with Titan experiments with memory in the past. There's a regular uh, newspaper column for... Uh uh, no, no, Titans no, it's probably and, a top you know. secret division of the military that specifically focuses on the ideas of what the Titans' origin points and all that stuff is. And I would say that it's actually probably, a lot of it is just comes from probably translating old Eldian texts, probably. Mm. Like, one of the things that would make sense for me from the, like, typical kind of research perspective is I read old books with ancient languages and dialects, right? And I am very fluent in Old Eldian, you know? And we've looked at kind of their their archaeological dig sites and their, you know, all kinds of stuff there. But no, 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 no. Xaver says, I wanted to do this so much that I intentionally became a Titan Shifter in order to do this. Hell what? of a thing. What? 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 <laughs> and compared to the mysteries of the Titans, hatred and war seems so trivial. Oh, and it really yes. is a really like sad thing that like, oh yeah, it all is ultimately just war games then, yep. right? Maybe give some context to when Zeke was like, war is bad, you know. <laughs> I mean, sure, but but yeah. Oh, so so crazy. Yep. Uh, uh, we got a lot of bits here uh, before. Uh, Zaldrick's Zeke's story of wanting to just play with your dad is so relatable and hits so close to home. Yeah. Broadway with 100 bits. Big props to Jacob. I'm not spoiling stuff because I'm currently watching Attack on Titan with my brother and as a manga reader I find it extremely difficult not to drop spoilers hints accidentally. Well, it's a lot easier when your mouth's full. I'll bet. I'll bet. Phoenix Master with 100 bits. Owl said in episode 21 of season 3 that the founder Ymir made a contract with the devil of all earth or came into contact with the source of all matter, both of these things, both these being different stories told by Eldians and Marlians. That is, that is a good point. Yeah, and that's where I think more of that, like, kind of, uh, that little Yggdrasil bit in the ED is probably going to be coming into play, hmm. is that that's the, that's the Evangelion part, basically, is that there's some kind of, um, there's some kind of localized, like, point, if you will, that is not, like, the coordinate, but, like, something where the coordinate was born from. Okay. And the idea that it would be some kind of, like, um, foundational, super-positioned point in the universe, you know, beyond time and space where... <laughs> You know, Yggdrasil's tree, you know, connects with the branches and all that. And, you know, the, it wasn't some, like, 
super demon entity devil of all earth thing. It's just, no, <laughs> I went and, you know, spoke to a tree or I looked at a tree for too long and uh, yeah, some some crazy shit came out of it, you know? Guess we'll so, never yeah. know. I'm, this is gonna happen, Evangelion. So you can shut up with your like obvious obfuscation. <laughs> Jenny Monty with a hundred bits. Two different ASMRs at once, pizza crunch and angry ranting. I mean, yeah, yep, yeah, that's, yep. that's, it do be <laughs> like that sometimes. So, Zeke's starting to find a little bit of happiness in just being able to spend time with Xaver. And then when he's cleaning here, he ends up finding out that the Marlians know about the owl. And they're going to bust open the restorationist group rather yep. quickly. Wide open. And I love that it came really close to being just something where they would get out of this mm -hmm. when he's like, Dad, Mom, you stop doing dangerous things because, oh, my God, I, I can't, like, I can't imagine how tough this would be for Zeke to be like, I know that they're oh, going to yeah. get found out. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I don't know if there's anything I can do to stop them, but if I do, we might be able to just be a family after this. If the restorationists get found out, they might drop this whole thing. Like, I, they might not be pushing me to do this anymore, and we can just be a family. Ha! Huh. I, I, I love this as a thing of where he coincidentally just hears about them talking about it, because that is a pretty major coincidence in a lot of ways. Yep. But just the fear and just emotion in his face where he's just like, please, please, please. Please, like, I don't learned. want you all to get sent to par I don't want us all to get sent to parody. Yep. And then this is his dad's response. Have you learned nothing I've taught you? This is his dad's response. Ain't he a wonderful dad? Like, we memed about Grisha being a terrible father back before, you know, all we of this. this. Just, just yeah. with season one, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, respect for Zeke speaking up about it for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But there was nothing he could do here. Nope. He did his best. Just like, well, yeah. all the way up till now. Yeah. They've never really given him mm -hmm. an option, a choice, a say. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And then it's not just the dad. I, I love this as well, is that it's not like there's some division where they're both not in on it, but it's just like, no, no. The mom and dad are both very much in mm -hmm. on it. You are alone in this, Zeke. Yep. And then, we're fighting for the future of all Eldians, including yours. Again, are you, though? with those eyes where it just looks like unnaturally wide, just like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. Yep. Oh, I almost imagine that at times when it was like this, because I've heard of stories like this where people have had like, abusive parents mm -hmm. and there's the one parent that's typically the abusive one and the other one who's kind of submissive oh uh-huh and there's times where the kids will look to the one who's submissive and like For please help. do something and the parent will just kind of turn away and it's right. the most screwed up heartbreaking mm -hmm. thing yep and it's just like I cannot imagine what that'd be like to go for go through here. But the idea that here it's even worse, where it's the thing of, no, they're both actually in on this, yeah. and they both are completely unaware of what they're doing to mm -hmm. you by, by doing this. So yeah. You must be not free for us so that everyone else can be free. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Even if there's a chance 
that I end up like Aunt Faye. And this is the ultimate big guns, right? Mm -hmm. Both both in the positive and negative, because yeah. he's basically saying, do you love me at all? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you and then, Aunt Faye was was a was an accident of of you just deciding to leave the internment zone without permission. What happens if I'm actually found out? What happens if you're found out? Yeah. Do, do you care about me at all? Here we see that clearly Grisha doesn't. And this is the But part he does care of... about the memory of Faye. Yeah. And that's 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 brutal. He cares more about his dead sister than he does his living son. Yep. That's yeah, perfect line. Well well said, Jacob. I also like that at this point, it's almost the point where Dina, who hasn't experienced what went on with Faye, oh, uh -huh. you know, directly, she's looking like actually kind of shook here. Like, whoa, whoa, Grisha, like, hold on. Like, like, like this energy is surprising even her. Yeah, like, hold on a minute. That is mm -hmm. actually pushing things like way, way too far here. Yeah. But again, she doesn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the words that he's saying aren't technically like, like wrong in a sense. Like, like, yeah, the world is twisted. That's why she died. Yep. If you if you fight back and everything, then maybe you can keep it from happening to anyone else ever again. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But this is what you got in the end, Grisha. Mm -hmm. You got a broken, scared boy yep. that was denied everything that he just wanted was a, the love from you two. Seven years old. Yeah. Ugh. As Aldrich with 100 bits, I always thought Shadis's uh, comment of Grisha having fangs in his eyes to be kind of weird until this. Yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dang. Lunar Fire, or Lunar Fire with 100 bits. When Zeke brings up Faye to Grisha at the dinner table, Mappa cut out one of my favorite lines that humanizes Grisha once again. Throughout the episode, we are shown Grisha. Oh, you want to look yeah, at yeah, it? Yeah, I'm just yeah, going to yeah. read through it first because uh, no, no manga clarifying comments. Yeah. Uh huh. Is it fine? Oh, yeah. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Throughout the episode, we are shown Grisha in a villainous light through Zeke's eyes. But when Zeke tells Grisha, but, but Grandpa said that if you hadn't gone outside the walls, to which Grisha responds in a sorrowful tone and darkened eyes, what did I do wrong? I just wanted to see the airship. And it seems like he regressed to me when he was a kid. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that he's basically then... Yeah, just and that's that's the problem. Fulfilling the results of his own trauma as well. You're not allowed to be a kid when you're raising another kid. Yeah, that, that doesn't work. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and then in this moment of despair, Xavier's like, "I'm gonna lose this boy who's become my like my son." Mm -hmm. And Zeke's, Zeke's like, "I well, at least it was nice knowing you playing catch with me. At least uh -huh. I guess oh, I'm gonna my die." Heart. Oh, this was so painful. <clears throat> and the thing is. Oh. I'll bet that in this situation, like, because um, Xavier killed himself before he even met Zeke. Right? In a lot of ways, yeah. By becoming a warrior. Yeah. It was just going to take 13 years to take effect. I can bet that there is no part of himself that would even consider doing that in this situation, right? If he could make it so that he wouldn't be a warrior, he still knew Zeke, and, and he, he wouldn't be limited by the 13 years, he'd do it in a heartbeat. Because now he sees this kid acknowledging the fact that he's going to die, coming yeah. to terms with it. Yeah. He's like, God, I have to stop it. Yeah. 
The crazy thing, though, is that because Zeke did end up going through all of this, mm-hmm. <laughs> we ended up in the situation we're in now. Yeah. yeah. It's really funny, but the whole story wouldn't have happened if it didn't go this way with Zeke. Love someone within the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when I'm a Titan, I'll remember you. God, that that's, that, mm-hmm. that, that's so good. And then just, well, goodbye. And then Xaver's like, no, this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Report them. I was so glad that this was what happened here. Mm-hmm. Because if <clears throat> Zeke had felt pushed into a corner so much to where he did this kind of to spite them... I would have, I would have, I would have been a bit disappointed. Right. But the fact that Xaver is the one that has the sense of, like, uh-huh. kind of mind to go, the only way this works here, call CPS basically, is to basically call CPS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Child Protective Services, for those of you that don't know. Yeah. And it basically is saying like, you need to get outside help and basically mm-hmm. just say, uh, government step in and, yeah, and take them away. Right. And the craziest thing about this is that. Because of this, this kicks the whole story into gear. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think yep. about, but 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 yep. it does. And so, this guy whose motivation is just to keep Zeke alive, mm-hmm. like he's not wanting Zeke to become a warrior. No, definitely. He's not, not. wanting Zeke to become some savior of Eldia. Mm-hmm. He's not wanting really to manipulate Zeke in any specific selfish way except for the idea that he wants to have him nearby. In fact, he was probably heartbroken when he found out that Zeke actually became a warrior. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh god, no. I no. I, I put this on you? Right. Like I didn't I didn't mean to do that. That was not yeah. my intent. Yeah. But yeah, it's your only hope you and your grandparents might be spared. Mhm. And then basically saying that, well, you know, this is your only hope. They never they gave up on you and never cared how you felt. We see the grandparents in the background crying mm-hmm. about this. Yep. They never loved you. Zeke, you've done nothing wrong. Right. You're a smart kid, a good kid. God, that's so just heartbreaking that in that <sighs> moment where he does this and he's giving up, you know, mm-hmm. his um his parents there. I, I love I love what they do here because you can almost see that um, maybe Xaver is covering his eyes here, just just maybe oh. with the position of his arm going in front mm-hmm. of him there, or at least telling him maybe that it's okay to look away if you want to bury your face in yeah, the shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was what I was basically thinking was yeah. It's the it's the cradling his head in his arms mm-hmm. of what. Grisha did in the very beginning of the episode. But in a positive light. But in the positive light. Yeah. And, but and again, in response to a truly fucked up situation. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, fantastic episode. And then we time skip. Mm-hmm. And Xaver's a bit older. You can tell he's gotten a bit chunkier. And he's like, oh, well, <laughs> take it easy on me, Zeke. And he's like, oh, well, did I throw too hard to you, old geezer? And he's like, yeah. hey, well, I'm... Not, Not that, that old. old. And then cough, cough. Oh, no. But I'm your about 13 to... years are basically up. Yeah, I'm about to be done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. We see um, a nice little... I got to show this image here because this was a really cool little... Kind of just showing where we are in the timeline side of things. Yeah. But uh, look at them. There's the kids. Look at them. Little old Bert. 
Peak, mm-hmm. Reiner, yeah. Porco, Reiner. Marcel, yep. Annie. Porco, yep. Ah. Little wits. Yep. Little wits. <clears throat> Annie alone. And so the cycle continues. Yep. So it continues. Oh, man. In a lot of ways, what's really interesting about Zeke kind of being known as, like, the, the big war chief and, like, the big, yeah. you know, kind of leader of the group Wonder and boy. stuff. What if he was kind of like the big brother to all of them because, you know, he never really got to be. Sure. He never really got to have a family. He was very emotionally supportive of them back at the beginning when, um, before they set out and everything. Reiner's backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then we have another weird just, oh, Titan research. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Little things that will just kind of drop here. Oh, I'll be able to release a compilation. Yep. A memoir, you you will. What what about? Which that thing was probably then the book that, you know, potentially what Zeke was looking at. Who Mm -hmm. knows? Who knows? Yeah. But just the idea of the things the founding Titan did, the subjects of Ymir. And he's like, oh, like rewriting their memories? Yeah, because that's just a casual they thing know that about people that talk stuff. about already. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's no big deal. But no, no, yep. no, no, no. We're talking about the real stuff here. The good shit. Rewriting the anatomy of their bodies. Which kind of makes sense because that's probably what, on a fundamental level, the Titan transformations are. Yes. You know? Yes. Sure. But, uh... Sure. Yeah. What? So, Ackermans created, fashioned, designed, or whatever, now makes sense. Yep. Even if it's not explicitly saying it, it's like, all right, that's... The previous episode, we literally had Aaron say... That uh, that happened. The yeah. Ackermans and were then, designed to protect, you know, the king, you right, know, basically. Which follows then that this is probably how it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um... What else do you think they could do then, if that's the case? Make big pee-pee. No, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's um, um, okay, okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me add the full context in here. He adds something in here to provide an instance of what this looks like. Right. Though. He shows some people with plague masks. And he says around 600 years ago, a terrible pandemic devastated the population, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh shit. Okay, that reminds me of the thing that. Uh, you know, oh. Grisha had to deal with when uh, there was a plague yeah. in Shiganshina and he had mm-hmm. to save everyone there. Kind of a, oh, okay, yeah, medical technology. Yeah, right. okay, cool, cool. Right. But all of a sudden, the disease just vanished from the LDN Empire. As we show the stained glass window with the sun shining through it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, now, from a historian's perspective, right, mm. all of a sudden still means some decent amount of time. It's not talking about in a second, you know. It means theoretically, it could have been. Well, no, no, I, I know, but that's that's probably not how they can acquire the information. Yeah, so yeah, they, actually yeah, they test it. It right. would take time. So regardless, yep. it happened over the course of let's say a year. Right, let's an impossibly short period of time for natural causes. for natural disease yep. uh, to disappear. And and the stories would correlate it back to probably a single right. a single instance of all of a sudden simultaneously everyone was yeah. good so basically everyone got immunized naturally in some way shape or manner now probably the people at the time didn't know exactly what had happened or mm-hmm. if they did this is the part that's crazy is that they were like there's a disease racking the the people of Eldia king king please please do not yep. worry Whew. And suddenly, everyone doesn't have to deal with that disease anymore. What about the people that were already sick? 
yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. could, mm-hmm. like, if you mm-hmm. can, if you can change the anatomy of bodies, but then you also have memories being stored through paths, could you theoretically make a new person? Yep. There's like so many crazy like, things. Like, that could you could you just here. be like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna resurrect people like from the dead? Maybe I don't know. Well, well, like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I mean, it's hold it's on, crazy. It's on, some some blue people avatar shit. Hold on, but. hold on, hold on. I think you're. I think every once in a while, I'm coming up with legitimate theories, and mm-hmm. you kind of throw in theories that are maybe a little bit crazier to kind of discredit. I feel a little bit discredited on oh, my theories. Sorry, so let me I'm give not... my legitimate theories here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So so because you know things so. If you make right, theories, I'm not going to say something that happens in right. the future. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Right. So I, I mean, but but help, but help maybe. me out here. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just the idea then that if the Ackermans were something that was made, you know, as a oh, okay, this is a people that will not be able to be, you know, basically changed in any way uh-huh. by the founding Titan or controlled in any way. Why would you do that? Yeah. Because if you have this kind of a power, if you have this kind of power, if you have this kind of ability, mm-hmm. the Ackermans then actually don't make sense. You're actually making not just ne- necessarily a royal guard, but you're making a natural enemy, mm-hmm. yep. someone who is immune, if you will. Uh huh. Almost natural Titan hunters. Wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait. Hmm. 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 I think that um, the idea that the the biology of the Eldians could be changed, though, Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they could be changed um, outside of the, the present. Because I'm assuming that it was the king of that time that did the uh, right. actual they did, enactment. They did of the, say that, yeah. The abilities, yeah. Because uh-huh. if it was another time, they wouldn't have noticed, yeah. Right. Just but, they seem to be immune. But memory reason. manipulation is essentially messing with the biology. Yes, a form of that, yeah. You, mm-hmm. as far as I know, you probably would not be able to mess with people with memories without tapping into the hardware and the software if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's cuz cuz memories are um memories are neuron pathways being uh neuron it's like pattern pa- matching, right? Well, well, it's pattern matching, but it's basically the neuron pathways that have gotten used before which makes it easier to be used again in that specific combination. Okay. And that's that's how it works. Okay. In a very simplistic form. Okay. So, so if you so like if you get a song stuck in your head, it's it's basically firing when it shouldn't, right? So so theoretically, if you wanted to manipulate memories, you'd just be erasing the sort of memory within the synapses. Yeah. So I think that there's a very real likelihood mm-hmm. that there's been, well, there's been precedent set up for big changes to be made later on in the story when the founding titan's power actually gets used because mm. they they can't have this story end without Aaron using it at least once because that's been the whole yeah, point we, is that we would when at he least... uses it he'll be free he right. won't have the 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 vow to renounce war holding him back right at the very least we would need to get to the point where or a point where um if it was a bad timeline he could reset things you would think, right? Like, so that so that we can see, like, okay, this is probably something similar to how it happened in like the other timelines or something like that, or I don't know. It's just so terrifying to think about then what he could do 
if he had mm -hmm. this kind of power. Yep. Yep. Sterilization yep. of all Eldians? That's pittance. That's Who cares? easy. Yeah. Simple. That's, that's mm -hmm. the, That seems in some ways even basic compared to the idea of the Ackermans existing. And that's why the whole thing I said about resurrection and stuff, like, yes, it's partially tongue-in-cheek. Okay. But at the same time, okay. is it really? Because, well, they're dead. But if the memories survive... If but they, then you would be sending you'd be sending this power beyond time. Then um, that that was my point was that memory manipulation might make sense because that's what paths almost are. Really, uh, no, right, right. So no, it's no, yeah. Flow, so, so I'm not I'm not saying creating someone in like a different timeline or something like that, right? But theoretically, could you just take the 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 dead body of an Eldian, right, or even a someone that was still living, right? Through the memory of what the person of what the person that you're wanting to like bring back was like, could you just change their anatomy to match with that person, and then also change the memories to be the memories of that person? But why wouldn't you just? And then theoretically, you'd basically just brought someone back from the dead. I I, I got you, but why wouldn't you then just go and put yourself into a situation where they exist in the timeline then? Um, like just, just push memories back to where then things because go well, well and live because it's the thing where uh, yeah Paz sending, is essentially the Eldian cloud server yeah yeah right kinda. so send yeah. because sending memories back in time is how we've gotten these assuming of course right oh yeah these different time iterations but you'd still have to figure out how to work it into a way that where the person survives. I got you. Which would be, you know, just a little bit like, like I, like I feel like, I feel like at the end of this, it theoretically could go as crazy as like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure at the end, where it's just remember a, a garbage can or whatever, you know, and then. Well, well, in some ways, um, I feel like that's it. I understand what you mean by that, mm -hmm. but they could have done that a hundred times already, and we won't sure. know until the end. Right, and that's why the limitation of being able to actually get like the royal blood and everything to get uninterrupted data transfer is so important because yeah. otherwise there would be no conflict it just all all be solved already yeah it's the king at the time he used the founding dynamo to change how their bodies worked and it's no matter where we go we subjects of ymir are like parts of the founding titan in some ways kind of like the whole Yggdrasil tree kind of thing we're all mm -hmm. branches along towards the coordinate yep. yeah and it's just like whoa isn't that scary but then uh Wait, you know, here's an idea. So the Founding Titan could make it so the subject of Mir can't bear children, you know. And Xavier is shooketh yeah. by this. What what I think is so perfect about this is he just realized, like, wait a minute. Did I screw up? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because obviously he's Did like... Did I screw up this kid? He's like, I know I'm going... No, 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 not, not that I screw up this kid. But did I screw up in not, not saving this kid? Oh, because he was already screwed oh. up from his parents. That oh, I, I wasn't thinking no, that at all. No, 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 okay. no. Because 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 in this case, I think here he's basically saying, "Oh, I thought back to the memory of the guy said, way you keep pumping out kids,'" and he's like, "Oh, well then, what if we just sterilized everyone?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> Final solution, much? Mm -hmm. Really, really, really disturbing, and then. Just the idea that he's so shocked by this, even though he's been in despair all this time, and he's like, yeah, if I didn't live, then yeah, I wouldn't have to suffer in this world anymore. Mm -hmm. He's not wholly against it. Right, he's kind of seeing how 
even unintended. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this yeah. is this is why, where I think the poetry of this really comes into play. Uh-huh. Um, parents have a very strong effect on their children. Very strong, positive or negative, intentional or not. Yeah. In Grisha's case, he was specifically trying to make a little mini hymn. Yeah. Right. We saw how that went. Didn't go well. In Xavier's case, he had no such intentions. Yeah. And yet, he kind of turned Zeke into a very similar version of himself with the whole thing of, oh, I shouldn't exist in this world because of what happened to my wife and son. Right. And now Zeke's like, I shouldn't really exist in this world either, and maybe none of us should. Maybe that's the best option. And he's like, oh, God, what have I done? (laughs) Like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But then this is the opposite of Aaron's, you know. Mm-hmm. If we I was born in this world, he's like, right. well, if, if we only we born, weren't born in this into this world, to suffer. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. something like, well, Xavier's like, well, then I guess I'll tell you, I had a family once, and my foolish youth, the youth, I removed my armband. I knew I couldn't hide it forever, but when my wife found out I was Eldian, uh, yeah, she killed uh, herself and their son. Her son, and I don't even want to show this on on the screen. This is just oh yeah, this that's is screwed up. That's all kinds of brutal. Also, I really like the way that we see the environment in his mind before we see what's on the ground that he's looking at here. Mm-hmm. Well, whoops, never mind. We do see her lying there on the ground. Yeah. So that's actually the first thing that we see. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to I wanted to bring this up because um, this was like a really cool way to just show how broken he was. That in the frame here, suddenly there's a bookshelf and a toy, you know, little ram there. And we're yep. like, oh, He's man. getting sent back. This in fact, is... He he was probably living with these images for a very long time, and then all of a sudden Zeke showed up, and he kind of forgot about them for a bit. Look at the carriage toy. It looks like Zeke and Aaron. Ooh, where, where? Let me see this. Oh. Oh, dang. That is freaky. That's That is actually freaky. Whoa. I mean, there's there's a there's a there's a blonde uh, girl doll. Historia, well. <laughs> it's Historia. There you go. <laughs> She's like, no, I thought that after Aramika was shot down, that there was a chance for me. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If only I hadn't been born in this world. And this feels like the repetition of what Zeke. Uh, sorry, yep. not Zeke. Aaron oh. did to uh, Grandpa Jaeger, basically. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think Zeke was intentionally trying to push anything onto this guy at all. No. He was just speaking his mind freely uh-huh. and openly with this guy because they have no issues talking about their stuff in this area where they've never probably been caught talking uh-huh. about anti-Marley and, you know, stuff in general. But they're connected. Yeah. And I'm not going to say by pads. Yeah. Although they will be soon. But then... He's like, well, I'll take the Beast Titan, not for Marley, but to retake the Founding Titan. And save the world. And save the world. And just the idea that he's now actually carrying out, in a lot of ways, his own version of Grisha's mission that he was setting up for him. Yeah. It's -hmm. the whole thing of when your parents or your mentor or 
the most influential people in your life people in your life push you into a specific direction to the point where you end up going down that path even though you swore and swore and swore that you would never basically go into that do mm-hmm. i need to look away no nope. no oh, okay it's okay. all good oh, okay cool, cool. I, I just that's just dark poetry there it's just oh yeah it's sad all right and then he tells him about the way to get around the vow renouncing war and we have concrete mechanics for the whole founding titan royal blood yep. thing however the power isn't yours to use that right lies with the founding titan mm-hmm. oh my god i am so excited about that <laughs> that validates almost like half the theories i yeah. have just in general mm-hmm. so the founding titan needs to be someone you trust someone who understands the plan i'll all right, always Dad, be I'll watching over you zeke i'll find someone like that father father oh and then Reiner and Bertolt come back. So there's this like, guy named Jaeger who's got the Aaron coordinate Jaeger. and the founding titan and everything. Uh, yeah, so basement is house in Shiganshina. There's some sort of like important information in there. And it's just like, oh. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. I believe he said his father's missing and was a, an absolute dick. Or wait, no. Oh um, my god. Mm hmm. <laughs> and the way it instantly sets him back to being a kid. Even as, uh, you know, big a dude he is now, and unbelievable, uh, that father was alive. Even knowing that he's not alive anymore, that father was alive. Uh, Childhood trauma. It's a hell of a thing. Yeah. And so he assumes, oh... I'm going to be able to connect with him yeah. because we've both been under the same brainwash, obviously. And I love it because here we see that it really does, it is genuine. He wants to save his brother, right? right. The brother that he never knew existed. He's like, mm-hmm. I, I got to get you out of there. Yep. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yep. So then they actually talk in Liberio and mm-hmm. I... God, I feel so vindicated that this was actually, like, a thing mm-hmm. all along. Ugh. And then Aaron brings up the idea of, you know, hey, four years ago, some of Dad's memories opened up to me. Memories of when he slaughtered the Wall's royal family. Yep. Which is interesting, because that was not something that came about from his own doing. That was something that came about because of uh, Historia and uh, Rod. Rod, Ray- Rod Rice? Rod Rice? 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 Nice. It was R-E-I-S-S. Yeah, so I can't remember. Rice, uh, yeah, we had the same discussion back in season yeah. three, part one. But yeah. anyway, that, that moment back then. <laughs> and there were so many, like, other things that's happened since then. But, but yeah, I mean, even all if you the can't way process back it, then, just the idea that, oh, uh, oh, shit, I remember squishing kids. Yeah, yeah, I um, did that. I don't know how I feel about that. In, in it puts way, a lot more perspective in, into when he, he says to Armin, Armin about like, Bertolt. Yep. Bertolt's memories are in you. You have an They'll enemy fuck inside. with you. You know? Yep. Yeah. Ah. 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 Yep. And, uh, yeah. Those kids dying is what let us live. It's like, <sighs> And he's like, oh, so you believe that father was right. And he's like, no, he was wrong. If Eldens hadn't born this city, these people wouldn't have to die in this plan of ours. Now, now, this is the part where Aaron... Aaron this seems totally antithetical to... Aaron can't 
believe this. Like we have there's, to hope, right? There's, like, there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no there's, way, right? There is no way that Aaron believes this. This has been the point. Like the fact that Willie Tiber said, well, I don't want to die because I was born into this world. And that woke him up yeah. in that moment in episode uh -huh. five. I think that there's a possibility. And then he smiled. Yes, I think there's a possibility that at this point, Aaron might have thought that yeah, for a sure. bit. But there's no way that now. But it's the, no, I was born into this world. Yep. That's yep. right. Yep. But then what does that mean? But what does that mean? Because what he's, does still, that mean? he's still doing oh. a bunch of things where we're like, no, oh. dude, don't do these things, Aaron. Yeah. So if it's yeah. if he, if he's not actually on board with the sterilization mm -hmm. thing, then what are you going to do? Yeah. Then I think he is he, he is going to use the Founding Titan's power. It's just not oh, going yeah. to be in the way that we would expect. And it's just going to be a question of, like, well, no, yeah. he, he, he gives What's so he many, do with he it? gives so many great lines here. He says, I'll do it. I'll put an end to 2000 years of Titan domination. Okay. Like, awesome. Big oh, statement. Love it. Big statement. Yep. Love it. What, mm -hmm. what going to be intense? What does that look like? Until then I keep moving forward. Right, brother. And it's just like, oh, and this look in Zeke's <gasps> eyes. And then Zeke's about to cry here. And he's like, yep. yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's do it. Oh, ah, yeah. Family, y'all. Family. Mm-hmm. I wish I could shake your hand, but it's best that we don't make contact just yet. I, I, I still am surprised that uh -huh. they didn't make contact here. I think it's because Zeke was still, like, this is our first contact. I'm, I'm gonna wait and see. Right, you know? but just the idea that if this is their first contact. You're telling me that Zeke and Aaron never spoke again along all the time that Aaron was here in Liberio? Just not in person, necessarily. Yeah, see, that just feels so weird to me. Why not, though? <laughs> like... Um, well, okay, so so I was actually thinking about if this. If he doesn't trust him here, when is he going to trust him later? So, so there's a possibility that this basically happened, and in fact, there's probably a decent likelihood that this happened after Zeke had made mm -hmm. the announcement of, hey, maybe we should try and um uh retake the retake parody and that was going to be the way that he was going to establish contact with aaron but then all of a sudden he actually gets he he actually they they talk here and then it's the oh, okay that doesn't really need to happen but since that's already in motion let's wait to see what's going to happen there at that whole conference thing because who knows maybe maybe it'll go well maybe we won't have to you know maybe people won't go along with it who knows I don't know. Okay. But. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. I love that even after listening to Aaron himself speak, we cannot be really sure. Yeah. Yep. Because mm -hmm. we aren't seeing Aaron talking by himself. It's always in front of someone else. Yeah. Then we have Zeke just with his moment of. Mr. Zeke, I hope you're watching. <laughs> like. They even did the anime eye quiver thing. Look uh -huh. at his look at his eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Stuff. He's absolutely about to be sobbing. It may be raining, but that's not rain. Yeah. Yep. And so he decides to uh witness me. Yeah. Take his life, basically. And in the time that it takes for Levi to well oh, shit. draw his blades uh -huh. and make this make this move here. Click. Boom. 
with the water droplets. Yeah, yeah, and falling in slow motion. God, I love this, it so much. These little bits of animation oh, man. on Levi's face here as he's just like, Whoa. No, I did not expect this. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So I give Levi's chance of surviving at about a fifty-five percent. What would you and give, give Zeke? Zeke's at about a fifty percent. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Give yeah. the Ackerman a higher percent chance of survival than the regenerating just, just, person. Just I mean, the explosive is inside it's him. It's literally taken, inside him. And he'd taken lots of damage. And, yeah. yeah. And it would make sense for the explosive to be in the tip. And, you know. And, like, we've seen all now, those They definitely show movies. Levi's body flung away. Yes. And they also showed uh, Zeke's uh, parts yeah. flying away. So I want to look at Zeke's parts and kind of get a... So there's that bit of him there. Uh-huh. So he there's didn't a bit of get, Zeke over there, over there, and up there. He didn't get caught in the flames there. Sure. Which Although means that, that probably wouldn't do too Which much. means that that's probably just the top half of Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> so then Zeke. Okay. So that is Zeke. Yep, yep. Okay. So let me, let me enhance. <laughs> so I think I this it. is just the top half of Zeke. I think you can very clearly see his pecs, you know, his boobs, you know. Mm-hmm. His arms, his head, and then torso, and then you can see smoke coming off of the rest of him here. Wait, what? Oh, you guys are talking about Jean. Because <laughs> of the horse. Oh, you guys are horrible. You guys are horrible. <laughs> you can't just ignore Jean. <laughs> yeah, Jean's like, I feel a disturbance. That's that's so goofy. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. All right. All right. Let's see Okay, yep. Yep confirmation that is Zeke's top half here. There we go. There we go Very much so mm -hmm. That is our boys top half not really anything else so yeah, he kind of He kind of messed up this is this is not gonna work out for him. Hmm. I could very much see Levi being out of the fight now in a very season mm. two style, where it's like for the next like like That'd be a great way to do it. or something. It's that Levi is hobbling, you know. Right. Yeah. If anything, that I mentioned how Levi or that is Leak will be like have a wound that's infected and he'll mm -hmm. slowly die. You know. That is probably the one trick that Isayama uses to keep Levi from. Yep. breaking everything. That's true. Is that he yeah. was removed almost entirely from season from two. season two, and then also from the very end of season one. Yep, because of Mikasa's decision and then him breaking his leg and whatnot. Right, right. Even though they didn't need him at the end of season one to mm -hmm. stop, and it would have made things a lot quicker. He had to. He had to have a solid limp for a couple days before you know yeah, yeah. recovering from that. <laughs> Schrodinger chances chances for both being alive. I guess we'll have to see you next episode. But theoretically, next episode could just wow. focus on Shiganshina and everything and, and the warriors and, and all that stuff. Chat. Hey, huh. Zeke lost the ability to reproduce. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> Zeke just euthanized two people. He's 0.00001% towards achieving his goal. Would his penis regenerate, though? I think it would. I think his penis would absolutely regenerate. Like, if he was going to regenerate, so would his penis. Like, I think his penis would regenerate last, you know? Hmm. So that it wouldn't be under a lot of pain, you know? Well, here's the real question. We've seen arms and fingers and limbs and stuff when they're, when they're in the process of, like, on the way to regenerating. Right. What would a dick look like 
on the way to regenerating, but I mean, not you've fully been to health class before. You've seen like the X-rays of, you know, that kind of stuff in general. Mm. Oh, we missed some bits. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Um, Mr. Sniper with the seven months of Twitch Prime. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, Zaldrix of the 100 bits. Hold up, you're telling me that the founder had the power to make cat girls and <laughs> never did it. God the bless you, questions. Isayama. God bless you. What, because like, he didn't? Yeah, because he could have had cat girls in this world all along. Yeah, and he's and like, had no, a, it totally doesn't work. For it. And at the very end of the show, he'd be like, you always wondered why cat girls were a thing. Here you are. Maybe that's the happy ending. Everything repeats again. Mikasa but it, gets to become a cat girl? No, I was going to say everything repeats again, but at least there's cat girls now. And then Mikasa is sad because she doesn't get to be a cat girl. Oh. Gotcha. So Armin gets to be a little cat boy. Hmm. And... Hmm. What if Titans turned into... No, that's yeah, terrifying. I was I was literally thinking about that next. I was like, wait, who would be the cat titan? Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> like, like... Wait, that's no that's terrible, titan. terrible joke. Wow. I was... mm. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Uh Phoenix Master with the one hundred bits. I believe that Aaron does agree with Zeke to a degree. He believes it would be great to have never been born in the first place, but because he was born into this world, therefore he wishes to remain in this world, thus bringing the I was born into this world idea. Yeah, okay. and Jacob and I talked about this by bringing up a Lord of the Rings quote that I was thinking mm. of at the time, which was... Yes, uh, I, I wish the ring had never come to me. Yes, yes, I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish I had never lived to see such times. Right. Or I wish I had never... None of this had ever happened. Mm -hmm. And then Gandalf has his, so, so do all, all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Right. And there are... Or the paths, yeah, in this case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, of course, yeah, horsey, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be continued. Yep. Wow, guys, we did it in under four hours. Under four hours, I told someone in Discord because they were like, ah, if they'll only, do you think they'll be able to make it under four hours? I'm like, that's eh, very doable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were like, uh huh? Not possible. B -b Basica. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. There's, there's, the, there's the discussion. Yep. Oh, Jaws Titan is basically Cat Titan, to be fair. That is true, true, Gaius. That is true, Gaius. That is very thanks, true. Thanks for, the, thanks yeah. for the bits. Yeah, yeah. But, guys, everyone. We have a single episode left in this part of Attack on Titan. One episode! And then guess what? We're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait! We're going to have to wait ah! on whatever kind of crazy shit they pull next what week. What kind of mid-credits scene do you think we'll get? Like, mid-credits... We already got Historia wound back alluding to time travel. Like... Oh, that's right, yeah. Like... From uh, Season 3, Part 1. Yeah, I don't know if okay. anything can top that. Okay, no, 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 no. So, no, 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 I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it, guys. Mm -hmm. Here's what it'll be. Here's what it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> My brain just shorted out. Pad's <laughs> connection. You were you were on the right track. I need someone with sudden, royal blood, Jacob. Help no, me out no. here. Person with royal blood put you into the situation. They're like, nope, you can't be thinking about that. Remove that Jacob, memory. Jacob, Jacob, we have to shake hands here to tap into Pad's. <laughs> No. Oh, no, no, hold the connection, man. Hold the connection. It's too much. It's too ah! much. I, I can't. I'll try and shield him from it, chat. Okay, okay, okay. I have an idea. I have an idea. Mid-credit scene, right? Mm-hmm. We have the, um, 
the Falco kind of, you know, rifting up to the sky and, you know, his eyes shut and stuff going on and the ED is playing. Mm-hmm. Then Falco wakes up. And it's him having like a like a vision, like an experience of some kind. Yeah. And it's something that is like a like a like a like a taste of the future or something like that. Or or it's someone else's memories or whatever. And it's and he just kind of <gasps> and that's basically the mid credits uh, teaser. Okay. It's something where Falco this was is such a you idea. You love Falco so much. I do. I do. But like, Falco has to turn into a Titan, right? But I want him to turn into a Titan shifter. So, so that he can have basically that mm-hmm. moment where he saves Gabby, and then Gabby realizes that Falco has to had to die basically in order to keep her safe, and you, then yeah, yeah. You're gonna hate me for saying this, but um, Isayama actually said in an interview, I believe it was, that the reason wait, why wait wait whoa 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 no 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 this is talking about something that was added to the anime that wasn't in the manga. Okay, okay. But the whole bit of the um, I I was just flying around with swords, ki- you know, killing titans and stuff. No. He added that. No. Well, one, yes, he added that. But two, specifically, he said that he added that because he wasn't sure if people would know that it was Attack on Titan they were watching. And he was like, but if we put that at the beginning, then it's kind of like telling the audience, don't worry, this is still Attack on Titan. It's still Attack on Titan that we're watching. Ah! <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> That's really the reason? Yep. You're lying. Not lying. You're lying. That's it. That's it. What? Yep, it was a meta joke. No. No. <laughs> what? What? Why would you do that? Why? <laughs> oh man. What? <laughs> Thanks, Letter Bits. Good work today, bros. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Isayama is a huge troll. Like, <laughs> like there was there was a point where when someone I think I might have told you about this one, but when when someone asked him who's your favorite character, uh, who, who's your favorite female character wait, wait, in Attack I got on it, Titan, I got he it, said I got it. Don't don't don't. Sh- oh. Jacob. Oh. I was say I said stop stop. Oh. I was like let me guess who he oh. said, but okay, I wasn't yeah. gonna say Armin. So yeah yeah whatever. So, and and yeah. a bunch of people took it seriously and were like wait. Armin's been a girl this whole time. Wait, what? We need to rethink everything. The one um, interview I think I've seen with Isayama is an mm-hmm. old one. And it's the one where he talked about the idea that the one of the inspirations for the, the show or the manga in general mm-hmm. was the idea of things need to eat other things in order to survive. Ah, okay. And it was that idea that kind of propagated... The, the the general idea of big people eating smaller people, you know, kind sure. of thing. And, you know, Attack on Titan. And that's a really funny one because in a lot of ways that still kind of applies as a theme to, like, the current stuff going on in Attack on Titan. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Someone used this reaction for the ending of Attack on Titan reaction. <laughs> he once said uh, Attack on Titan, once Attack on Titan and he had made all the readers cry, he would open a spa and use the tears for it. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Oh, oh, can I can I actually just throw out some wild theories just about just the end of this series in general? Mm-hmm. Because one of the ones that I very much expect to have happen is just, alright, everybody's gonna die. Like, mm-hmm. just, 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 everybody's gonna die. <laughs> Remember that bit where he was like, 
I originally was going to write this so that everyone would die in season one. And then it's like, I just put it off for a few seasons. I and just put it off until the end when I actually kill another everyone. Another hundred plus chapters or whatever. Yep. And, and then I actually just kill everyone. But, <laughs> but I will guarantee you, Falco survives. 100%. Falco survives. Hmm. Definitely. That's a good theory. That I, I, should I bet money? Should I bet money? Well, okay. If we're going to do this betting money... We also have to clarify, we're talking this timeline, right? Like, so if it's some kind of, like, reset, like, try the next timeline or whatever where Falco was alive in that one, that wouldn't count. Has to be that he, in this timeline, him actually being alive. Oh, oh, I get what you're saying. That if at, like, the very, very right. last if, if for five some... seconds, yeah, yeah. that if it's a world line where Falco lives, but he died in something that was... That was this reset timeline. ...reset or whatever, that, yeah. it doesn't, that it doesn't count... No, you can't bet it in berries because we have infinite berries. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't work that way. Well, yeah, I hadn't, so this I, time hadn't, I, I hadn't thought about that, so then I'm not going to make that bet just in general then, because it it, it gets it gets kind of dumb then because right. Well, and that's the, that's the reason then, why I'm so scared about how this is going to end is because theoretically, yeah. once you introduce time, there should travel, be consequences. There right, should there, be consequences. there should be consequences, yeah, and that's yeah. why I really don't want it to be something where yeah. it just resets into another timeline. That would yeah, suck, I right? Agree, yeah. But that could happen. Yeah. So well, hey, I'll say uh, this: the way they're pushing this thus far, mm -hmm. I think Aaron's gonna die. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, because I mean, one, he's a Titan shifter, so he has to die eventually. But but just yeah, I, I definitely would, think Aaron's would, gonna die. Right, even if he has some other plan or something, it would be so fitting for like him to die, and then Mikasa, you know, comes to him as he's dying, and he's like, hey, I, you know, I. I'm, Mikasa and Armin, of course, I'm, I'm a shipper, but, you know, and then he's like, you know, I'm sorry, or, or something like that, or whatever, right? You know, some, I don't know. I, I just think that if 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 this is the whole thing of, you know, you have to sacrifice, mm -hmm. you know, you have, to, you have to sacrifice, you know, and then the, you know, the one thing he could sacrifice is not just his life, but then by extension his freedom, if he is free, sure. if he could truly sacrifice his yeah, own what, freedom. Yeah, what would be the biggest thing that Aaron could sacrifice? It probably would be his freedom. It probably would be his freedom, by extension, mm -hmm. his life as well. So. If anything, yeah. if if the Founding Titan, this is this is one of the things that I just wonder, because I want I want there to be some kind of happy ending. I want Aaron and Mikasa to go live on a farm somewhere. But more importantly, I, I want Reiner... I can totally Reiner, see there being some kind of a happy ending. I want Reiner to be, be able Aaron. to just live out his days and 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 get therapy and things like that. I would love it if Reiner. there was some way to use the Founding Titan to alter the anatomy of Children of, the, of Ymir so that them getting turned into Titans doesn't have a 13 year limit or whatever. Yes, that or so would be really the, cool. Or so that the people that have it have it wiped clean or something. I don't know. Okay, but what would you change to make a happy ending in the anatomy of Eldians to make this a happy ending? First things first, I would take away the ability for them to turn into Titans. Sure. It's just it's just plain as day obvious. Uh -huh. Why do why does there be need to be a specific race? And in fact, hold on. That might be something that they actually can't do because it's a curse, right? Well, yeah, but that why isn't they done that? Curse yet? is probably a propaganda type thing. Totally, because like, that's the other thing. Xaver you know, says it was more that the uh, uh, the the founder Ymir touched something. Well, that doesn't sound like a curse. That sure. sounds more like a the founder Ymir discovered something. But then there's also the whole idea of you know 
Everyone who has power is afraid to lose it. Well, yeah, Even the Eldian Empire wouldn't want to take away their super right. weapon. Exactly. But oh no, that's a really good point. And that would be too simple no, of a solution. No, Jacob, if... that's it. No, 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 that wait, is wait. it. L listen, listen to this. Mm -hmm. The Eldian Empire existed until very recently. Yeah, hundred years ago. Yeah. But that was when the king, the current renounced founder, war. renounced war, went to parody and said, "Please don't." interfere with us but Let he was really waiting for parody. them to come in and kill them all and, and punish them he, basically right 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 but but that means there was no point where there was a founder that was thinking about an alternate solution to either eldian empire or, or the final hide on solution. parody yeah. or we all die uh-huh so aaron kind of but, Aaron but, kind of has to find this kind of a solution. The, the thing that the thing that makes me wonder about this, and I love that I can actually talk about this openly because we're we're getting to that point where it's like we're almost at, at the mm -hmm. stuff that I've seen. But this timeline iteration thing has happened at the very least once, probably quite a few times, right? Well, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. But the, but the thing is that a solution hasn't been found yet, so I feel like it can't be something that's no that, that straightforward. No, that totally could be it. Because it's just a Maybe. thing of where, just because that's a thing that is a solution, that doesn't mean that the rest of the world will accept it. It's sure. a thing of where they could totally do it, and then it's just like, yeah, we don't care that there mm. was some metaphysical shift or whatever. You still, still did all these things, you're still, and we you still hate yeah, you. Yeah, you're still these horrible people, so we're going uh -huh. to imprison you all in for the yeah, sins of your... Right, because they haven't exactly... easier to do it. They haven't really been banking on the sins of the current people that are living. I mean, exactly. there's the idea of the potential things they could do if they turned into titans, but, you know... Yeah, but they're not blaming the Marleans as much because they utilized the titans as weapons. The other nations would have probably done the exact same thing if they had yep. access to and the And they've like started that. to resent the Marleans for it, for sure, but that's oh, still totally. something that's only started happening in the last hundred years, so it's well, much less remember, of a the Marleans thing. weren't even uh, able to fight back until the last hundred years. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I almost, you're right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. So then, in this case, that's one of the solutions that makes perfect sense for it if you were to change the biology of people. The other one, and this would be one that would be a little bit wacky, is you could maybe make a new curse, if that makes sense? Maybe. Well, okay, so someone says, um, even if the founding, if the Titan power can be removed, the founder could always bring it back in the future. The fear won't disappear, unless, unless this is and this is one of the ways that maybe Aaron could die, is yeah. if he does something that makes it that so that no one the, the source. Well, well, if he makes it so that no one else can become Titans and then he dies, yeah, no one can inherit the founding Titan because they can't become Titans, yeah, and then it would end with him, yeah, and maybe that would be a way to do the sacrifice bit. But. And the other way that you could do this, and this would be a bit of a humanist kind of, mm -hmm. really kind of creepy way to do this. Yeah. But you could basically make it be a way where it's the, oh, no, as long as there's just no one with royal blood out there, we're going to pass down this founding titan that can't transform into a titan, but will retain the... The the memories the yeah the the story they'll they'll be the vessel okay. by which all that and then is that's how we get the narrator kind of a thing right and then we get the history no, and it's basically this 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 being of 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 pure light that holds the truth of humanity and as long as human beings learn the lesson that this child would then 
reincarnate into the next, you know, people that have it there. That's actually true. There's some really, like, sweet things you could go into with that, where it's the God walks among us kind of thing, but it's not something that could ever be used in a vengeful way. So, so yeah. Um, if the royal lineage dies, the coordinate can be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's what so, I'm talking about. So literally, about. Zeke, Historia. Historia, and her baby. Yep. Dark, but three lives. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. And of course, pure titans could still be made. Yeah. Just the coordinate couldn't be used. So. Yeah, I don't think making more Ackermans is the solution, though, chess player. I don't think making yeah. them immune to the Titan founding Titan's abilities really matters if there's no one that can transform it. Right. The, well, and and that would have been done already. Like yeah. like it's the it's the whole thing of how does this how does how does Isayama make this a believable solution that it solves the problem, but not feel like a Deus Ex Machina that could have been done at any time, right? right. Like especially for things as serious as what Attack on Titan's been getting into recently, it, like. He's got his work cut out for him. I know there's only the one chapter left, and that's coming out soon. And, okay. and it was it was pretty cool reading articles of, like, Attack on Titan only has, like, three chapters left or whatever. And it's like, and Isayama and his editor have gone on the record to say that they're basically having, like, shogi strategy sessions for, for how to end it, for how to do the last couple chapters. Like, like... <laughs> Isayama just admits, so guys, we're breaking the publishing rules, and because I'm Isayama, mm. they're letting me do it. Uh, the last chapter is 175 pages. You know? <laughs> like, 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 it's just a whole Tankabon volume. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine that? If basically he's like, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, the editor basically uh, just rewrote the rules and was mm-hmm. like, hey. I mean... Isayama could get away with it, I think. <laughs> How he'd do that in the production schedule, I don't know. It's like, oh, we're going on hiatus from Attack on Titan manga for like four yeah. months for some reason, you know? But Wait, Rei Kiriyama has been consulted? Wow! No, 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 Rei Kiriyama is the main character from March Comes in Like a Lion. No, no, that's... That's, um... Um... Oh, Shogi. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, there's another mangaka, though, that has... Uh, Akira Toriyama. That's what yes. I'm thinking. Yeah, of. That, that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That um, would be a very interesting consultation that, for Attack yeah, on Titan. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> cool. But where the rumbling fit in your theory? Well, the the rumbling is more of a thing of if it happens, it's probably the do, you, you, you gonna summon the world? You're gonna bring the world here? I can do it. I can Thanos it. Yeah. I can do it at any time. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do it. Like, yeah, I, like, don't think I won't. Like, like that's the part that is a that is a little bit just in the scary category here is that Aaron could totally do it. Attack on Titan chapter 139, section one out of 45. <laughs> right, right. But I could totally see it being a thing of where it's like, oh, I do it, but I have such precise control over it that I'm like, and wall. <laughs> you know, or we'll or do the, the same of, thing we've done before, but it's going to be a dome this time, so you can't get your zeppelins in. Yeah, yeah. Or it's the kind of thing of where Aaron's like, "Yeah, I'll do it, and I'll just do it to buy time." Like oh it's god. just like, "Oh my god!" Oh like, god. no, no. <laughs> but I don't think we're at that point yet. Well, well, that's because the, thing. the world is going to take a while to mm-hmm. assemble and everything. Well, that's so he the... has no reason to do that kind of stuff now. Right. The thing that worries me a bit from the standpoint of the story, but then also meta, I don't want the show, to the story to end like this, mm-hmm. is that with the things that Aaron has been doing, what if the reason he was doing these things is because, oh, this actually, 
this actually is starting to seem like a bad timeline mm, and things need to be sure. reset so it doesn't matter what happens on the road till then and then I just need to make sure that I get to that point where you know you can just do it over different sure. huh. but ugh. yeah anyways I, I think we've talked about just about all we can talk about possibly about these last two episodes they were a real doozy pair definitely yeah. uh to the 100 bits thank you so much we solved the eldian issue in chat forget who suggested this idea but i loved it so much i made something for it oh god oh my god okay um uh, i think maybe i'll scroll up and i need to oh, scroll up and yeah, find 12 it. minutes that might be oh wait up here no no Uh, Zaldrix, please resend the, uh, the, the Imgur, link. the yeah. image link. But that's a good point, guys. We are just about to hit four hours for this podcast. Yeah. That is something that we have never even come close to doing before. Actually, Zaldrix, just send it in the Discord. We'll, mm. we'll, we'll check it out there. Sure. But y'all, thank you so much for hanging out and discussing this. This has been a lot of fun. This has oh been a God. really good time. We got our double Attack on Titan weekend. And next week, the final episode of hopefully part one of season four. Oh, there it is. We'll, we'll, we'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No spines, no titans. You know? I see this as an absolute win. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant solution to a, to a very difficult problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a genius. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But... Catch out, catch all of our other streams, 3 p.m. Pacific time on every weekday. Jacob yes. is taking my gaming stream on Friday at 3 p.m. More Pacific time. near two so, streams for two S cheeks. Yeah, so we've got Wednesday with my gaming stream, Thursday and Friday for G Jacob's gaming stream, uh, Tuesday for One Piece dramatic manga reading, and Monday for more Attack on Titan. Tomorrow or next week, the last yeah. episode of the part. Exactly. But y'all, thank you so much, and we'll see you all in the next one. But until then, we're semblance of sanity. I'm Caleb. I'm Jacob. And we'll see you all next, next time. time.